Inside this vehicle, this uh, Ford Bronco in Orange County right now, uh, we understand from the uh, CHP officer is, is O.J. Simpson. He is armed with a gun, apparently is holding a gun to the head of his friend, Al Cowlings, who owns this car, who also disappeared with O.J. this morning. The request is that O.J. see his mother. At this point, we're really not sure where she is located. Normally, she lives in San Francisco, but she, again, is down here this week after the, the Bronco, which is the worst thing they could do. Mark Coogan, uh, are you able to hear us now? Look, there's one of the satellite trucks, so I think this is, in fact, is pulling up. He's pulling right up uh, to his home. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. Uh, Brett's here today. Mm-hmm. Funky, funky. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> Chris. <laughs> What's the inspiration behind Funky Funky? I'm setting up, uh, setting up something for later. Oh, wow. The long setup. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm eager because I don't think I get it at all. So long that I have to say that I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you, no one would notice. Yeah. Well, welcome to episode 99. This is 1994 in review. Oh. Mm-hmm. Finally here. <laughs> the big one. Yeah. Big year. We've been, yeah. You and Chris in particular have been hyping this year for a while. Yeah, I think since the very first year in review. He's been hyping it for 25 years now. <laughs> well, earlier than that. I mean, I, I, earlier than that. <laughs> Before 94. <laughs> yeah. In 93, I knew that 94 was going to be huge. Well, had a real good feeling. <laughs> But I've been I've been dying to I'm, I've considered uh, I've done so much re- so much research this week I've considered maybe doing a spinoff 1994 podcast. Wow! Just talk yeah. about 1994. What would you call it? 1994. Yeah, I would listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's music in particular. I mean, we'll get there, mm. but just unbelievable. It's but it's also like the most clearly I understand how subjective my enjoyment of things are because i'm like it can't not everything can be as good as i think it is in 1994 i think it was though some of it was has to be it's unbelievable i had it took me uh i probably spent like six hours on this spotify playlist Mm -hmm. which i've made a 1994 spotify playlist for big orange couch (laughs) like two years ago we'll link it uh i redid it to my top 94 songs of 1994 wow and it You're was insane. painful to get rid of songs. That's how good it is. Wow. It's just dookie five times? I mean, nothing wow. wrong with that. Okay, yeah, so... Should, yeah. should we just clearly state that... Like, All of Brett's answers, favorite book, dookie liner notes... It was very favorite difficult. Favorite TV show, long view, music video. It was very difficult to find things that weren't Green Day related, but... I mean, what a year they had. <laughs> There's no doubt. There's no doubt. No doubt probably had a good year, too. <laughs> Not quite yet. Eh. And they're ahead of there, though. Can can we, at some point, talk about our favorite Green Day moment? Green Day 19... moment of 1994? Yeah. I mean, I, I assume I already know what you're going to say it is. What? I mean, the Woodstock? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Do you want to tell the people uh, what the well, Woodstock Well, can is? I redo the thing? Okay, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Maybe someone's favorite <laughs> moment of 1994. <laughs> sorry. Uh, well, Andrew, do you want to go through what the topics are we're going to be talking about? Sure. Uh, we're going to talk about movies, shows, Nick shows specifically, albums, songs, video games, Nick episodes, books and events and music videos the new edition yeah. uh per, per request by chris uh music videos and i think that's a really good edition oh it's a hell of a video. I, I mean I, as i was watching i was like man i regret not doing this the first yeah same thing i uh, want to know especially for those like 1991 i want to oh, know like what the best music <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah um well where do you think we should start hmm why don't we start with event? We usually, I feel like, mm. maybe end with that, but mm. I feel like it's a good... Uh, I like it. Okay. Just get in the mood for 94. Yeah, there's a lot of events, yeah. so... Uh, <laughs> my number one is uh, the largest concert in history was performed yeah. for the new year. Uh, do you have any guesses who it was? It was in Rio de Janeiro. Wow. Mm. Was there American X there? Uh... It was. I hope so. It's a, an, an act. An act. Yeah. An act. Rio de Janeiro, nineteen ninety four. Pop, pop or rock and roll. Santana. Um, no, but pretty good guess, I think. Oh wow! So <laughs> guitar, mean, so, okay. gu- so guitar oriented. Um, it's no, no, it's like pop, but you too. I think I I think it's guessable, but I don't think you'll guess it. You too. If you know what I mean. No. Madonna. You, no. <laughs> But, you know, I don't, a very famous There's person. no way this is fun to listen to. Why don't you do it? <laughs> okay. uh, it's Rod Stewart. Rod oh, Stewart. Wow. Ah, yes. When I think of Carlos Santana, I'm happy you I told t- us because <laughs> it would have been like three hours later of us. Rod Stewart? Um, do you have any guesses how many people were there? This is going to be an aggro crack situation. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I'm kind of concerned that it will be because I want to just like go way too high. Okay, largest concert in history. Yeah. Well, there were one million people when the Cavs won the championship. It's got to be bigger than a million. <laughs> you uh, think? Yeah, it wasn't I mean, a concert, though, city, was yeah. it? Yeah, but it was an event in a city and also an exaggerated number. Uh, I'm going to say two, two million. Uh, okay, that was good. No, that <laughs> okay, was a good okay, guess. Okay. Uh, That's a good guess? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like a long walk. Keep in mind, Andrew also just said that Carlos Santana oh, yeah, is okay. a good guest for Rod Stewart. I'm going to go with 175,000. Okay. Uh, Anything? I'll go three million. Three and a half million. What? what? Uh, yeah, for a concert? Three and a half million people. <laughs> for Rod Stewart. <laughs> for Rod Stewart. Man, That's too many people. They couldn't even get anywhere near... You know, ninety four is a banging year when Rod Stewart's pulling like three, three million people. <laughs> exactly. If you're the three millionth person in attendance, like you're like a mile away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're just listen- you're technically not even there anymore. You're in your car listening on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Sounds pretty good. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, that's a really cool event. I had no yeah. idea. Any other acts there, or just Rod? It seemed to be just Rod Stewart. <laughs> God. Who knew he was killing in the Rio de Janeiro market? And is that biggest concert to that moment, or biggest still? Biggest. It's got to well, be biggest. Well, to still. that moment, it's tied now. Oh. With, uh, with what? Somebody 
<laughs> Man, I can't remember now specifically. It was like for some big holiday in another country, like somebody who's really famous in that country. Oh, okay. Yeah. S Club 7, Australia. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> More people than in Australia <laughs> together. Um, all right. Well, that's a cool, interesting pick. Hell of an event. <laughs> Brett, what um, is your pick? So my top event is something that kind of affected me, and that mm. was the baseball strike. Mm-hmm. I thought you might. Wow, top. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, when it happened, I was probably pretty confused because I didn't really understand strikes. And now I look back on it, like it ruined a very good chance for a team that I love to win a World Series. Landville imitators hanging around town. Tell them not to leave any of these at Fenway Park because Elvis has left this building too in Broadway parlance. The old ball yard's about to go dark. They're closing damn Yankees, damn Red Sox. And every other place where they play put on performances of what the minor leaguers like to call the show. And that means you can title the fans, you do remember them, damn mad. Oh, I don't like it. You don't like it? No. It's baseball. It what? Stinks. Yeah, that about says it. It does stink. Welcome to Fenway 1994, soon to be the tomb of the unplayed games. No runs, no hits, no mystique. Overpaid and underworked, and now they're going to go on strike. Yeah, they were good that year. I'm gonna, yeah, I've, I've, I've thoughts about this too. It's not under this category for me though. But uh, what, what was else the what was it possibly under albums? Duh. It's my Ferguson <laughs> event, obviously, because it's a terrible event. Yeah, that was, it's also my Ferguson too because I hated it. It was at the top. Okay, so way to ruin it, Chris. What, what was the Indians' record in in 1994 when the strike happened? Like. 142 or something like that. 144. Jesus. <laughs> Wait, what? Indians were 144 at the time the of strike? the strike. Oh, yeah. wow. I guess I never realized it happened that late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it so, happened in which August. Which is almost the worst part, because it's like, it just cuts off the good part of the season. <laughs> yeah, they were really good. But you know who was really killing it that year? Mm. Andrew will tell us. Andrew, who was really killing it in 1994? I... You know the... Think about this. You know the answer. Uh, Blue Jays. No. <laughs> the Montreal Expos, Andrew. The Montreal Expos. You think it would have been Expos Indians? 100%. It could have been, easily. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been Expos Indians. They were just dominating. Yeah. Griffey was great that year, too. Griffey was great. <laughs> uh, Chris, what was your top pick for 94? Uh, the best event to 1990, of 1994 for me was the birth of my sister, Kelsey. Wow. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Boy, personal that? event. We're all going to be... We all look bad now. <laughs> well, while I was doing my research... Because my, my pick was also the birth of Kelsey. <laughs> oh, wow. No, she, <laughs> she did remind me, as I was spouting out all the things I loved about 1994, she's like, you know I was born in 1994. <laughs> and, I, and I, of course, knew that <laughs> and remembered that. Uh, but... Was, sure saving this because i know she's a she's a sometimes listener so hopefully she catch, <laughs> she <catches laughs> this. well hope she heard it uh very nice uh my i went with the uh the advent of dna computing mm. oh wow pretty important look at the brains on bread <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't have much to say besides I think it's really important as far as the advancement of me- like many things just mm. uh, all around. Like what? Well, uh, particularly in understanding like personal people's personal history helps obviously with like cr- 
law enforcement and crime. Uh, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. But I think, like, nowadays, um, a lot of Americans would use it to learn more about their lineage. And I think the uh, what you can do with it is pretty much endless. Hmm. And, and uh, ni- so 94 is an incredible year. Hmm. And Chris, you're a little bit of a stickler for having one per category. Not today. Good. Okay. <laughs> Not wow. today. <laughs> that helps me feel loosened up a oh, little bit. <laughs> I, that kind of upsets me because I was hoping to upset you with some of my... <laughs> but also... <laughs> it turns uh, out you're okay with it. All right. Close calls. Uh, my close call is the Beastie Boys coining the term mullet to <laughs> refer to the haircut. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How did you even... What? I did not come across that in my research. <laughs> I did not come across that either. I feel, it feels a little controversial that... I, I, is that, like, canon? Do we know that... It appears to be true, as far as <laughs> people can tell. You know, like, the, at wow. least the first, like, widely used. That's interesting. Wow. It's a hell of a year for the yeah. Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is it is it used in relation to... it? Is it on the album? Like a lyric, or um, I think they had a like song called Mullet Head. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Interesting. <laughs> My older brother's friend got a mullet. Got him out of the That's my. That's good. Yeah. Just yeah. as good as a clip. Yep. <laughs> That's my Beastie Boys. That's our impression. That's cool. Uh, so my close call actually happened on the exact same day as the baseball strike. Whoa. And that was the first day of Woodstock 1994. Hmm. Um, did you go? I didn't. I was too young. Uh, but I did watch all of the coverage. Really? On MTV. Hmm. Okay. Really? Yeah. I, I own the like... double CD. Yeah. Wow. Um, a lot of important performances, such as Green Day's uh, <laughs> Tell us about Mud it. Fest, where they were throwing mud back and forth with the concert goers and eating the mud. That really was the moment yeah. that, that like launched Green Day into the yeah. stratosphere. It really yeah. was. The whole Woodstock experience isn't very novel anyway, so. Now yeah. you, you'll go ahead. Your manager actually played the first Woodstock, didn't he? With with Shana Na. Did he tell you anything about what the experience was like? Anything to prepare you for this? I don't know. We're just really, really would like to be the next Shana Na. <laughs> <laughs> Play your cards right. You never know. It might happen. Green Day coming to the South Stage before too much longer. Let's go to John on the platform. John, what's happening? It was very important. Um, probably not as important as the first Woodstock, but whatever. You know, <laughs> it was a little little more inorganic than the first one, but I think that that's a good. Better part. than '97 though. '99. '99. Yeah. I don't know. Lit played '99. '99 was bad. Again, that was Lit a bad played '99. <laughs> yeah. I know you guys can't see Chris's face, but he's <laughs> ecstatic to learn that Lit played Woodstock 1999. I love uh, I, that I saw, first Lit album. That chord I saw, progression on My Worst Enemy. I saw them open for No Doubt. Ooh, oof. Yeah. Heck of a show. Uh, no Doubt. <laughs> so yeah, my two top events <laughs> happened on the exact same day of 1994. Wow. Very incredible. Cool. That is that. really incredible. Those are kind of two big events that yeah. happened on the same day. The, the news must have been crazy that day. Yeah. So my close call, I have two. One's really Whoa. brief. Uh, one's a okay. All right. <laughs> so one's one close a, call. Hope it's worth it. Is President Clinton signing into law the uh, first assault weapons ban? The Brady handgun mm. bill. Yep. 
uh, seems important. Yeah. Uh, but more interestingly, uh, the in 1994, the U.S. Air Force changed its story on the Roswell landings, saying that the Roswell debris came from a top-secret Project Mogul radar balloon used for spying on the USSR. They hmm. also subsequently made a staggeringly inept attempt to discredit the alien bodies people claim were stolen away by suggesting that witnesses were remembering experiments with anthropomorphic dummies jettisoned from aircraft. Hmm. But these tests occurred between 1954 and 1959, not in 1947. Hmm. Further fuel for conspiracy buffs was provided recently when the General Accounting Office, the government watchdog agency, found that administrative records at Roswell from March 1945 to December 1949 and its outgoing messages from October 1946 to December 1949 had been destroyed huh. 40 years ago. And this all came to light in 1994. Interesting. Uh, you, think yeah, fe- interesting. you think they're feeling some pressure from the 1993 premiere of X-Files? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that it's an accident that X-Files <laughs> A was so... Uh, embedded in the cultural consciousness to become such an event. I mean, X-Files was huge. It was a big event, yeah. Um, So I don't think that's an accident, honestly. Um, I don't think that there's a cause and effect there, but I think that people were interested in it because it was in... Yeah. Kind of in the zeitgeist. They were logging on to AOL, chatting about it. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool... That's 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 another one that escaped uh, my, uh, my research. Uh, I also have two. Um, I have the founding of Amazon, which another... I wasn't sure. I mean, I saw that, mm-hmm. but I thought maybe put it in Ferguson. You're a big Bezos guy, considering it's going to be the <laughs> end of us all. This is not. <laughs> this is not a. This is not a statement on Bezos or anything. <laughs> it sounds like it. Well, it's simply uh, acknowledgement of something that has changed us our world culturally uh yeah. without a doubt but isn't it weird how stupid that is that the the idea that changed the world culturally which it did it changed the world is that immediacy like, what if we you could just order stuff and it came really quick um but that was always kind of people's vision of the future is things just arriving at your home that yeah. you wouldn't have to leave I think home. that's what we've been moving toward this whole time, is, like, not having to do any of the stuff you don't want to do. But, but that's <laughs> that's his multi-billion dollar idea. Like, what if the stuff came to you? Oh, other people have already tried that. Yeah, but what if we, like, just had more money to buy more warehouses and make it easier and make, like, and ship one day further? But, okay, and now this dude is a bazillionaire. Yeah, the that click of totally a button. totally makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I think. Oh, I the way you said it. Even. <laughs> you made it sound better than I've ever thought of it. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think it's pretty important. It's not really my feeling on Amazon. Uh, and Nelson Mandela being elected the first uh, African uh, president of South Africa yeah. is a pretty important event. Also, yeah. a pretty important world event. So. Which would you say is more important of those two, Andrew? Um, what was the first one again? Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> that thing we talked about 30 seconds ago. Yeah. Uh, I think the Nelson Mandela is like a, you know, a more enjoyable one, I guess. Like Amazon probably has affected a wider range of, well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Both have pretty profound impacts. I yeah. think uh, Mandela's is a little more remote. His impact was, yeah, you know, I but think. you know. Everything 
kind of tends to impact everything else. And the Ashton Kutcher effect, you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Okay. So, how about Ferguson? Uh, yeah, my Ferguson is the Rwandan genocide that <sighs> killed between half a million to one million people in a hundred days. You had to go there, didn't you? I mean, that's the Rwandan genocide is something that is almost impossible to wrap your head fully around. Yeah. They're similarly like opposites in a way. Yes. Like bringing people together versus wiping them out. Hmm. That's a Ferguson for sure. That is a Ferguson. Um, mine is <laughs> the, the baseball the strike. baseball strike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that can really uh, <laughs> follow that. So. Uh, yeah, it sucked. I didn't care for it too much. But I don't think anyone died. So. Right, no, yeah. They all got paid millions. But, <laughs> uh, mine is also the baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, Feeling pretty good sad, about yourself, Andrew? I was, I was going with, like, I don't know. There you go, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, I went with uh, Kurt Cobain suicide, mm. um, just because I actually really remember. So my old, I have two older sisters. They're both uh, one more than the other was really into Nirvana, and I had just kind of started like listening to, I, even though it came out years prior. Never mind. And then I remember really being kind of into In Utero just because of the Heart Shaped Box album cover. So like he was kind of in my periphery even though i wasn't like obsessed with nirvana and i remember when he died thinking like then realizing like oh i don't know it's just a moment i remember being in the nails my mom was at a nail salon i was just sitting there in the lobby waiting and i remember there's a tv in the lobby and it came on i felt like kind of sick about it as lead singer songwriter and guitar player for nirvana kurt cobain defined the rough rock sound and scruffy look known as grunge with songs like Lithium and Heart-Shaped Box, his band was sitting on top of the rock music world. This morning, an electrician went to Cobain's suburban Seattle home to do some work, looked in a window over the garage, and saw a body. Yeah, just one of those moments that stunk, kind of. Yeah, totally. And I think it deserves to be said, we were eight in 1994. We were all eight. Were we? Or you, nine. I think you turned eight the day he died. Yeah, we died were eight. on my birthday? Either the oh the day before. Yeah. Okay, it's not my birthday. Um, <laughs> really, the day before your birthday, not your birthday, huh? But I, what I'm, my point is that like, this exercise and like going through 1994 has made me realize how much an eight year old absorbs. Or like, oh yeah, like I remember so much of this stuff like it was yesterday, and I don't nor I don't think of myself as someone who like was culturally affected by the things I saw when I was eight. You right. know, it's like a weird model yeah. for thinking about the things that matter to you, but like, oh man. We haven't even mentioned OJ. Uh, yeah, OJ. That I, was thought something about, I thought about putting that on there just because of how big Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember but, watching was. that. But to speak to that point, like, you're right. Like, I don't, when you think that you're that young, you're like, oh, I probably don't remember, but no, I remember sitting in front of the TV and my parents being like, whoa, this is crazy. And me not really yeah. understanding, but... Uh, I do vividly remember watching the television. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird to think about. Definitely. One more event that I thought Brett might mention as his favorite event was the ushering in of New Metal with Korn's first album. Mm. 
<laughs> was it self-titled? It was. Oh. <laughs> Not your did, favorite? Did they do the backwards R from the start? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that, right from Toys huge, R Us. Huge for their branding. Huge. <laughs> um, Very difficult to type. I have a couple other events I, I, I jotted down that I thought were kind of interesting. Um... The Channel Tunnel, which connects uh, England. Oh, you mean the Channel? Channel Tunnel. Big for, uh, what's her name uh, in England? The Queen. No, who, who's <laughs> the Prime Minister at the time? Wasn't Thatcher. Very famous. Thatcher, yeah, Margaret oh, Thatcher. She was still in 94? Yeah. Uh, I thought she was 80s. So that opened. Um, <laughs> Netscape Navigator was released. Oh, yes. Ooh, yeah. Um, what? What a browser. <laughs> The leading browser in 1994. For maybe most... one year. Yeah, had to be. <laughs> Internet Explorer. Wait, are you guys making fun of Netscape? No. Uh, Netscape no, was I mean, it was dope. good for that one year or whatever. <laughs> it was awesome. I feel like you're j- joking. Netscape was I, I, I'm dope. Just, I think it was funny that it was around for so little a period of time. Like, everybody was into it for that period of time, but it was gone in, like, an instant. Why was it dope? How was it different than Internet Explorer? I mean, the only reason I think Internet Explorer took over was because it was Microsoft. I believe, and don't quote me on this because I've done zero research, that Netscape introduced bookmarks, ah. which is a big deal. Yeah, all right. Hmm. That's cool. I mean, okay. That's true. <laughs> Pretty that's obvious. True. I really don't know what life is without bookmarks. I'll give it to him. Why would okay, I ever your, want to your go mind back is, to Your a mind site is blown by I... Jeff Bezos like, being like, <laughs> let's bring stuff to people's houses, but... But bookmarks for the browser, that's just nothing to you? I that's wouldn't a say my mind's idea. blown, but it's an obvious next step. You know, you want to go to a site more than once, probably. But think how long it took them to figure out tabs. That's that's more impressive. <laughs> uh, let's move on to a different category. Yeah, let's. Uh, what else you want? <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into books, because I think this is going to be a... Quick one? Yeah. Chris, um, Chris can talk. <laughs> I went with uh, Goosebumps One Day at Horrorland. Ooh, hey. I, I did like that one. Me too. Yeah. I'll just really knock it out real one. fast. I have nothing else. Me too. Ah, nice. <laughs> uh, wow, really? It was like um, it's a about a horror theme park, but I loved it. it turns out like the oh, yeah. people working there are real the, monsters. The and... setup is really good, but I, the end is a little goofy when they like start pretending it's a reality show. Yes, and yeah. The guy... Right? Doesn't a guy follow them home and yeah, try to offer them a deal or something? Uh, he like yeah, says like idea. come back next or you, <laughs> yeah something about R.L. Stein had kind of like this knack of having to like end on a funny <laughs> note and it's not yeah. his best attribute. Agreed. Uh, but writing. this was like the most memorable one to me from this year. Ah, uh, yeah, and it was the rest of it was really good. it really could but, make a good movie like yeah. a haunted amusement a family stuck at a haunted amusement park. And I think there was an episode. Of hmm. goosebumps, that was this, or maybe yeah. even a two-part one. Hmm. Oh, this is turning out to be quite the conversation. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> oh yes. Is there a roller coaster on the cover? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, um, no. It's like well, the sign, like a yeah. sign of a monster theme park. Orlando. I, I just remember it was one of the few goosebumps books I actually owned, yeah. so I was partial to it. It's a good one. Got a lot from the library. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any close calls or Ferguson's? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. okay. Um. I didn't read a single book that came out in 1994, based on my nice. research. A lot of authors based that I... Based on my research? <laughs> based on the 1994 in literature Wikipedia page, there was a lot of authors that wrote books that I had read their other works. 
<laughs> but nothing that they did in 1994. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I've got two. Sure. Two favorites. Um, the Haruki Murakami's Wind Up Bird Chronicle, mm. which I think is his best book. That wasn't on 1994 in literature. I bet you read that I book. I did. So there we go. Number one. Nice. <laughs> All right, so that's Brett's. And then, and then mine is uh, Rosalind Krauss's The Optical Unconscious, which is the first, like, literary theory, art theory kind of book as an undergrad that I really loved and made me kind of nerd out about those ideas. Um, really good stuff on what makes surrealism... Uh, kind of revolutionary and how it was kind of bound up with the early kind of ideas or extrapolations of psychoanalysis. Anyway, that's boring. But I like that book a lot. I thought that was pretty interesting. Cool. One Day at Horrorland. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> close calls? Uh, yeah, my close call is um, Return of the Mummy, also a Goosebumps. <laughs> I loved this one. <laughs> I really remember uh, getting into this one. It was one. It was, I think, the second sequel book. Yeah. In it, um, but I really liked the Mummy. You know. Not my thing. I was into it. Yeah. Are you a Fraser guy? Am I a Fraser guy? Not Fraser. Fraser. Oh, Fraser. Brendan, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I thought you said Fraser yeah, too, and I think I like him all right. Cool. I liked the Mummy. If that's what you're getting at. <laughs> Bedazzled, also. Oh, in Encino Man, of course. Oh yes, Encino Man. <laughs> Bedazzled is underrated. Yeah. Artie Huss, uh, Toby, uh, or yeah, Toby. Toby Huss, yeah. who plays Artie, is in Bedazzled. Oh. oh. Hmm. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. I'll pass. <laughs> uh, my close call of two. Uh, bird by bird, some instructions on writing in life. I remember. Hmm. Uh, I was an English major in college, and I was having trouble, you know, just, you know, feeling motivated to write, and someone recommended that book to me, and it really, it really, it was, it's kind of like a self-help book, but also a writing book, really liked it a lot. Um, the second one is In the Lake of the Woods, Tim O'Brien, you may know him from The Things They Carried, which you may know from a book that you had to read in college. You had uh, to? It's it's very popularly assigned as like the book that everyone reads their freshman year. Mm. Um, this is a, another book by the same dude, and it's also about Vietnam. Uh, it's really good, experimental formally. <laughs> not familiar. Interesting. I, I have not read it either. No. Uh, no close call. Okay. Well, do you guys have any guesses for the book that spent the longest amount of time at number one in 1994? Uh, is it a John Grisham book? It yes, it is. Ooh. Wow. Good guess. The Fugitive. Good start. No. The Brief. Pelican no, Brief. No. Or whatever? Probably nothing. The you've Firm. Ever heard no. of? No. Uh, the. Yeah. The case? something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lawyer. The no. attorney. No. The shocker. You're slightly no. Okay. You're the not rural get it. juror. It's the chamber. Ah, uh, yes. Chamber. Yeah. Yes, the chamber. <laughs> How long was that at number one for? Um, I did not count, uh, write that down, but uh, it was quite a while. <laughs> Too long. Uh, any Fergusons in the room? Uh, every book that ever came out ever. <laughs> <laughs> Books are dumb. Cool. Watch TV, kids. <laughs> oh, you mean all the 30-year-olds we're speaking to? <laughs> yep. And future listeners that might be younger. Yeah. I got two. Sure. Oh. Uh, I've got Sit, the Dog Portraits of Thierry Poncelet. Yeah. 
<laughs> Who could forget? And I also have Politically Correct Bedtime Stories by James Finn Garner. Oh, that sounds bad. That sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, well, I'll go with The Mummy Returns. Because <laughs> I know I read Did it. Did that come up? Oh, the mu- oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The I know I read it. And I, of the mummy. I just don't like things mummy related. Huh. Okay. Yeah, mummies are dumb. Oh. Amen. All right. Mm. I like <laughs> You They're weird. Said? They're weird. No, I don't. No. Uh, what are we going to next? Let's do video game. Yeah. Good choice. I think we all have the first, same number one. Probably, right? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. There it is. Mm. Greatest game of all time. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, we've we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. I we love <laughs> how I know the podcast well enough. I know exactly where Joey's gonna put in the beginning music. Uh, in between right before Brett says, Oh, there it is after yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm also editing in my head as <laughs> Um Yeah, I don't think it's so we posted a poll for listeners and Overwhelmingly, it was not the. It was no one's selection. Um, <laughs> Overwhelmingly, so, no one's wow. selection. So, <laughs> so I think this is quite personal to us. It's probably yes. a game we've played. We, not probably. It's a game we've played since 1994 competitively. We've played seasons. We've played tournaments. Um, so we've talked pretty thoroughly about how what it means to us and that our teams and yeah. things like that. So I don't. I don't know if we have to belabor it. So. Uh, Close calls. Close might, calls might are more, be more interesting. Important. Yeah. Or, uh, interesting. I just want to say one day I hope that Kevin gets to try out Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. <laughs> uh, Kevin's yeah, head just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> um, my close call is, of course, Donkey Kong Country. Yep. Yep. Uh, great of game. Course. Incredible. Of course. Incredible. I mean, when it came out, it was just insane the first look of, all, of it yeah it had the best oh graphics of any super nintendo yeah. game ever when it came out yeah, oh, it's crazy overwhelmingly the pick of all our listeners yeah. and uh justin emailed us uh, his stuff so i'll mention as we go that was justin's favorite yeah. game nice, nice pick um it's still great i, I mean think, i love I, it i think it's the clear uh close call but in a year full of good super nintendo yeah, games yeah definitely yeah um, if we hadn't had a, such a connection to Ken Griffey, it uh, oh, would definitely be my first. Yeah. Wait, so is it all your close calls? Yeah. Is it not yours? It is not. Whoa. Um, <laughs> so I never really liked the game very much. <laughs> um, <laughs> How is that even possible? It's the perfect oh, game. You need boy. to talk to someone about <laughs> that. Yeah. It's time to play it. Uh, my close call is, and, and like I was telling you guys before we started, I forgot that Griffey had come out in 94, <laughs> so this was my favorite game until about 5 o'clock la- last night. Um, my close call is Theme Park for Microsoft Windows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> That's not even like a top 100 game. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember theme park? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so I feel. I think I probably feel very nostalgic for it because it was like one of the few video games they let us play in school uh, on the desktops, and it was just so cool to like make your own little amusement park and build roller coasters. No, roller coaster tycoon is cool. <laughs> theme park. <laughs> I, theme I, park tycoon. I don't know if it's the same <laughs> one, but like it gets too in depth with what you need to run a theme park. I liked it. Like, I if like... you're not paying the janitors, like, the yeah. park gets too dirty. Like, I don't want that as a kid. I, oh, I liked it. Um. <laughs> I want to be in, like, a minecart trying to get 
bananas. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just around. some good old Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> you don't even know about that Minecart Madness level? <laughs> I, I played it a lot. I watched people play it a lot. I think that may have contributed a little bit, because, like, every... I think it's true mostly in my life that everybody is better at every video game than I am. No, I'm usually worse than you are. Uh, not, not at, not at, no, not at everything. Pretty bad at video games, Joey. <laughs> I think, I think you and I are, like, in the same league. It was, I always, like, deferred to people to play stuff because I just felt I wasn't very good at it. And so Donkey Kong was probably one of those games that wanted yeah. to be played a lot, and I just watched watched it mostly. That's why I love it. That's one of my, like, three games that I'm good at. Like, mm-hmm. I'll... Toe for toe. <laughs> I'll take anyone on Donkey Kong Country. It's not really a versus style game. Though, yeah, but, but... It's, it's it's amazing because you get to go back and forth. Sure. And you can kind of like, oh, you can't even clear this part of Minecart Madness? <laughs> uh, were there other close calls? No, yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Go, oh. go ahead. I got a top ten. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> number ten, Mickey Mania. Number nine, oh. Kirby's Dream Course. Number eight, Boogerman. Yes. Number seven, Tetris and Dr. Mario. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Just to hit on these as you go along before you get past them. Kirby's Dream Course, love it. Mickey Mania, are you sure you weren't thinking of Mickey's, uh, like, magical quest? It's on Super Nintendo. Yeah, there are two Mickey Super Nintendo yeah. games. I th- I'm hoping I'm getting the one. Right. I think you're probably thinking of Magical Quest. It's the one... Um, I don't think he is. I think he's got it Because I right. owned it. Yeah, I owned Mickey Mania, and it came out in 1994. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily great, but I played it all the time. Okay, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, Battletoads Arcade, number six. Wow. Super Bomberman 2, number five. Earthworm Jim, number four. NBA Thanks. Jam TE, number three. Donkey Kong Country, number two. Griffey, one. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, good list. Good list, yeah. yeah. I like it. What other close calls do we have? I only wrote down the one. Okay. I didn't want to upset Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Coming with top tens this time. <laughs> Did you have any close calls? Um, Just Donkey Kong Country, as I mentioned. Uh, uh, I, but I got a Ferguson. Oh, oh, you got a close call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, MB, well, theme park is my close call, but oh, NBA yeah. Jam, uh, cruising USA for the arcade. Mm. Loved going to the movie theater and hopping in that car oh, seat yeah. and just cruising <laughs> USA. Dropping that four dollars and quarters. Thirty second game. Yeah, right. To to go twenty miles around a corner. Um, Justin also sent us his close calls. He said Griffey is his nice. close call. Uh, also, Super Punch Out. Oh um, yeah, Beavis and that should be on your list. <laughs> uh, Beavis and Butthead also and Virtual Bart. Oh, also extremely. <laughs> yeah. Andrew is pleased with Justin's close calls. Yeah. Uh, Ferguson's. Yeah, mine is Baby's Kids. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That pause screen alone. <laughs> It was worth a close call. <laughs> I could not believe there was a Baby's Kids video game. I don't oh, know man. what you guys are talking about. When you hit pause oh. instead of like pause or timeout, it says chillin'. <laughs> That's probably the best part and of the game. That's the best part of any what video is game. Baby's ever. Kids? Uh, it was a movie that came out in 93 or 92. Um, but it's it's an animated. It's It was like one of the first animated movies that was more geared towards PG 13, our audience, like an adult audience. It's pretty much kids who are like they're baby being babysat in an amusement park, and it's kind of they're out of control. Like, uh, a comedian was like who it was sur- centered around, but I can't remember. He his did name most of the voices, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was good. But the game was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's like a 
kind of double dragon, like walking down the street, punching people, Love except that. it's just the worst controls <laughs> and the worst, just it, terrible. Robin Harris. Robin Harris. Just okay. amazing. Uh, I had two Fergusons. Um, one is Wario Woods. Also one of mine. Because Wario sucks. <laughs> and poor game. Poor, definitely poor for a first Wario game. Puzzle game. And the other one is a Ferguson for me because I owned it and I hated it because it's stupid. Uh, <laughs> SimCity 2000 on PlayStation. Ah. Uh, it was a very... four. Yeah. It was a very obvious port from the computer version, but like you used your controller and it just was not, it didn't work. You needed a mouse and I hated it. And I would just do the simulator cities and then just have natural disasters destroy everything. And I was like, this game is pointless. <laughs> Who takes time out of their day to build theme parks in big cities? <clears throat> not, <clears throat> not a shot at Joey at all. <laughs> it was school oriented. <laughs> Uh, my Ferguson is Super Punch-Out. Whoa! I'm not sure you've you've played it correctly. That's probably true. I think it's dumb. It looks dumb. It's not. Oh, boy. It's it's not fun. It's It's super simple. I mean, it's not as good as Punch-Out. Uh... But it's not a Ferguson when SimCity 2000 also came out that year. Again, Ferguson is someone who's entertaining but ultimately sucks. And uh, that's how I feel about Super Punch-Out. Wow. Warriors Woods I also had down there in Earthbound uh, because <laughs> that is for nerds. That's just incorrect. <laughs> that <laughs> plainly incorrect. for nerds. Uh, He's not wrong. I had um, Rocco's Modern Life, Spunky's oh, Dangerous man. Day, a game that, oh, I hated that game. drove That's me right. crazy to no end. As much Still as, don't think I've gotten past the second <laughs> level. As much as I hate the gameplay, I loved that it was Rocco-themed and looking at the Rocco which, theme. Which means it's a perfect Ferguson. I was yeah, yeah. so excited to play it. Couldn't wait. Uh, everything seemed great going into it. Kind of a good concept. And just the gameplay is impossible. Yeah. Um, I also, I also noted that PlayStation and Sega Saturn are launched in 94. Mm. So. Uh, One of those did significantly better than the other. Sega Saturn. It was a great system. The Sega Saturn. one? Yeah. I had one. Uh, the best-selling video game that year, as far as I could tell, was Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Andrew, have you ever heard of a video game called Brain Lord that came out in 1994? Because it sounds no. sweet. <laughs> sounds like a puzzle game, probably. No, it's like, like Zelda, but oh. it's called Brain Lord. Hmm. How sweet does that sound? Yeah, sounds good, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> but it's such an extreme name, it's like, they gotta be trying to compensate for something. It sounds like a Simpsons game. What's the video game that they're playing in that one? I know. Theme- the episode you're talking about, but I'm not gonna be able to Theme come park. up with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Theme park type. Uh, where are we going next? Well, uh, I think we're about the halfway point, so why don't we do a Nickelodeon topic? Cool. Um, I think show, maybe. Yeah. Let's do... Uh, First. Yeah, like the show, not the yeah, episode. Yeah, Nick okay. show. Cool. Nick show? Uh, yeah. Nick show. Best 94 Nick show. So I said... I went with, um, you know, what shows premiered 94. Right, yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay. Um, and I said all that was my Ooh. best. I think it was, uh, I remember that first episode and watching it over and over again for that, like, year before the show <laughs> finally started officially, um, and that was just such a strong start, 
and it was like the first time uh, there was like a kids variety show that was actually like pretty good. It wasn't TLC the yep. musical? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Great first. That was a big year for TLC. As it should have been. I, <laughs> I'm not challenging that. Oh my god. Untouchable album. Yeah. Uh, okay. All that. I went with Ah Real Monsters. Mm, premiered that year. Um, Respectable. Great cartoon. I'm sure you guys talked about it. We have little once. I think just <laughs> yeah. Crumb's Pimple. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is good, though. Good it feels like it's not getting enough love, then. It's not. Really. Yeah. Yeah. There should be more uh, Real Monsters content on this podcast, for sure. <laughs> and just what a unique so. show. Yeah. I don't know. Agreed. I thought more people liked it. <laughs> also, really the video game it. was great on Super Nintendo. Oh, man, way better than game. way better than Rocket. Another tough right. one though. Like but, you controlled all three monsters and occasionally had to do things. With but you three. can still get past the levels if you tried. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Key to a good video game. Uh, uh, I'm going with my brother and me. Wow. Uh, ever since I was introduced to the character of Goo, I look around at you goons. <laughs> Be like, man, I wish that was my friend. Wow. Like, oh, you wow. That's not true, <clears throat> but I did it's really true. like He him. said that back in 94, and then <laughs> he I, hated his friends. I did really want to hang out with Goo. Was it the Goo Punch? That is not how I felt. Like, Yeah, he's a jerk. Yeah, he seemed to make a lot of trouble. Yeah, I think you're he's supposed go- he to He was nice him. for Alfie, well, though. We've like, always had friends. different uh, opinions on trouble. <laughs> you avoid it. And I you seek think it it's out. fun getting into it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's that's fine. Uh, both Justin and I also picked my brother and me. Oh, wow. Interesting. Oh, by a lot. Uh, by a, a lot? lot? Yeah, wow. by a lot, I think. You did some kind of... Uh, <laughs> yep, I did my math. <laughs> calculation. Um, <laughs> no, just um, that's a season that really holds... It's one season, and it's the best season of the show. Agreed. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a good pick. I just think all that's like a game changer. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to watch... No, I don't want to watch it. Any all that. Whereas oh. I would watch any okay. My Brother and Me right. episode at any time. You don't, I did you don't heavily... want to watch Pasta Police again? No, I don't. That one was great. <laughs> I did leave Or Cheese Police, sorry. Yeah, cheese Police. I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, sure you do. <laughs> I, did, I did kind of lean toward like stuff that really defined that year for me at the time. Yes, I did but, too. Yeah, saying that, still true. Throwing it out there. Um, MB and me. My close call is Ariel Monsters. Same. Interesting, because my yeah. close call is all that. Ah, nice. Oh, wow. How about that? Close call, Ariel Monsters. <laughs> ah, yep. Nice. I like Gold Island yeah. though too. That was kind of close. Also good. Good jam. Um, just gonna say, Ariel Monsters is great. I love it. Yep. Love all the weird the. Like, it's kind of right up my alley, but I never got into it as much as I expected to. Yeah. I I did want to note, before we get to Ferguson's, um, that uh, other shows that premiered that year, or didn't premiere, but aired, uh, Mm -hmm. season two for Pete and Pete, uh, season two for Legends, Mm -hmm. uh, season two for Rocco, and season four for Ren and Stimpy. Man, season four already. Yeah. And then really it was it was well it was the last seasons for Doug and Clarissa in '94. Yeah, I saw that. So. That's insane. Of the original Clarissa. run of Doug. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the only run. Of yeah, Doug. So. <laughs> my bad. Uh, Ferguson's. Uh, yeah, kind of just by default, it was Secret World of Alex Mack. Um, oh. 
I mean, I like it. It just fell underneath the rest, barely. Okay. Uh, mine's Gullah Gullah Island, because that show was dumb. Okay. <laughs> not having... Eight-year-old Brett was not having any Binya Binya. Uh, I didn't get it. Binya Binya Bali, whoa! Yeah, Ooh, pretty good. good. Pretty see, good. like, that's stupid. I don't know if that'll translate, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, Ferguson? Uh, Alex Pack, by default. It also sucks. <clears throat> I went all that with my Ferguson. Oh, Your Ferguson? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. just doesn't hold up in any way. No Gullah Gullah Island came out, right? <laughs> Are you serious? I am serious. Uh, I just uh, doesn't hold up. The first episode especially. Very good. <sighs> your argument... So your argument makes sense of, like, 94, all that would have been yeah. my favorite. Um, but I have really not enjoyed going back and watching hmm. it. I'm a little shocked that Alex sure. Mack is getting this hate. Alex it's Mack good. is a totally like maybe if I rewatch it, it's bad. But I remember like thinking like that's a pretty cool concept no, for a show. Yeah, it's fine. It is decent. It's just there's a lot of there's not that I many shows that came out that year. Um, Gullah Gullah Island. Also, yeah. Allegra's Window also came Allegra's out. Allegra's Window, but both of those I felt were kind of good for kids shows. Like pretty All right. well made. And, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Justin, just a note, Justin's close calls were Alex Mack and all that. He mm. did not have a Ferguson. I did pull up something kind of fun here, yeah. um, just to give you a sense of what it would have been like on any given day in 1994. Why don't you guys pick a season, one of the four seasons, mm. and a day of the week? A summer Wednesday. A summer nice. Wednesday, you got it. All right. So, in the summer, on an average day, uh, someone put together these schedules, um, 6 a.m. You got Mr. Wizard's World. 6:30 yeah. Flipper. 7 a.m. Double Dare. 7:30 a.m. What would you do? 8 a.m. Looney Tunes on Nickelodeon. 8:30 a.m. Doug. Then you got uh, your. That's Nick- where you start tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> then you got your Nick Jr. Block. 9, 9 a.m. Rugrats. 9:30 The Alvin Show. 10 a.m. Muppets. 10:30 Muppet Show. 11 Sharon Lois and Bram's Elephant Show. 11.30, the world, <laughs> the world of David the Gnome. Oh, yeah, that's the yeah. one. Noon, you got Eureka's Castle. And 12.30, you got Grimm's Fairy Tale Classics. Uh, then let's get in Nick Jr.'s over. 1 o'clock, we got Dennis the Menace. 1.30, Lassie. 2 o'clock, Gumby. 2.30, Bullwinkle's Musorama. 3 o'clock, Hey Dude. 3.30, Wienerville. 4 o'clock, Beetlejuice. 4.30, Wild and Crazy Kids. 5 o'clock, uh, Salute Your Shorts. 5.30, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Six an hour, then 6 to 7 of Looney Tunes, 7 o'clock, Doug, 7.30, Muppet Show, and now 8 o'clock, we got uh, the Nick at Night, whatever was running. During Why would you ever go outside? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a heck of a block. What did the Muppet Show have on the... <laughs> on the <laughs> they, got, they got like three hours of programming. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, must have been some rated high. S- yeah, some yeah. serious... Uh, I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hooked. Reel me in. Black, blackmail? <laughs> uh, if you want to check that out, there's a wiki page uh, with like Nickelodeon schedules. It's kind of cool. Huh. So. How about that? Um, where, where, do you want to just go into episode then? Nick episode? That seems to be the... If you want. I didn't do Nick yeah. episode. Yeah. Might as well. I think it's a good way to go. Um, okay. My, uh, top for this year was The Tale of the Ghastly Grinner. Mm. Um, loved it at the time when it came out, and it just, like, uh, just made a big impression on me at that point. 
out there. I wonder where he is. Know what happened to the last guy? Trying to stop me? Let's just say that his subscription was cancelled. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have much of a sense of humor. I mean, I agree. I also had that. Really? Yeah, what a turn of nice. events. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just really surreal episode. Love it. Definitely, definitely the best Are You Afraid of the Dark from that year. Uh, my favorite episode of that year was the last, the finale of Doug, which aired oh, on January man. 2nd. And I loved it because that meant no more Doug. Ugh. I or so I hate this pick. <laughs> or so you thought. The slog of, of this is your worst. Normal take. nerd does good, has feelings, is finally over. A lot of hot takes over here, but this is your worst. January. Doug 2nd. graduates and Doug's bad trip. That's a good episode. Yeah, it's it's, it's good. good. I loved it. It's I loved it in the way that you like. You know when you like bite. Sometimes it feels really good to bite the inside of your lips. Or your gums, you know, if you're, if you're anxious or something mm-hmm. like that. Or, like, tug okay. on your hair a little bit. Okay. Kind of like that. Okay. Um, I uh, <laughs> considered doing it for the best, but I think that Doug's Bad Trip is kind of just not good enough to propel it to the best episode of the year. You know we disagree there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fine. Uh, my favorite episode of Nick from 94 aired on September 11th. That is Field of Peak. And Lazarus, miss. Um, sorry, we're closed. I'm sorry, Narrens. I created the Lazarus for good, not for this. It is good, Bob. Good and frosty. Oh, wow. Um, Ooh, that was a great episode. Yeah, that's me. great. Talked about <laughs> it. Did a whole episode about it. Our only uh, straight fives with three people on this yeah. podcast. So, yeah. yeah, that's probably my favorite. Just a great baseball episode, a great episode of Pete and Pete. It's a good hmm. one. It's funny. Okay. Um, you don't well, seem pleased with that pick, but well, <laughs> my close call is grounded for life, Pete. And Pete. Yeah. Uh, I think that of the ones that came out that year, that one is the one, especially that year. That was the episode. <laughs> you have soft hands for a man, Don. As the sentence dragged on, Artie did his superhero best to keep Pete's spirits up in the big house. Yeah. Tell me about the asphalt again. You don't want it, boy. Please. When it rains, it smells like summer. No! Boy, boy! So I'm that, not like, even sure that's a top five just made a huge for impression. Pete Pete that year. That's crazy. That's that's <laughs> just insane. I mean, I don't know what... That is insane. <laughs> That's one of your worst takes, Joey. No, no, no. I got as three. As I got three more Pete. And, I got three more Pete and Pete's coming at you better than that. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, I just googled the Doug thing like while we were talking. About <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, my close call was Hard Day's Pete. This is my brother Pete. And this is his radio station. W-A-R-T, Ward Radio, Wellsville. Good morning.
morning gut buckets, time to wipe the crud from your eye sockets, and bite the wind of another Wednesday. Uh, which aired January 16th. A fine close call. Yeah. yeah. Polaris in the Garage. I think maybe that episode meant a lot to me at that moment. That's the only one I'll accept above Hard or Grounded for Life, it's even better. though I won't like. For me, I won't accept that. But in general, okay. Yeah. Uh, I also, I mean, I had a hard time between Hard Days Pete, Inspector Thirty Four, and Yellow Fever. Um, mm. Those are all okay. to me. I prefer to watch those, um, but I went Hard Days Pete. But I would, I would shout out to Inspector Thirty Four and Yellow Fever, both really funny, all great episodes. Yeah. Still cannot believe you didn't put Grounded for Life on there, though. Uh, and man, what's your what's your Ferguson? Uh, my Ferguson is um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of Carter's Treasure Part Two. Wow. Uh, Did you I, like Part One? Or? I think that Part <laughs> One actually was pretty good. Like I liked it at the time, thinking, okay, good build up. Like this is gonna get crazy. I fully as agree you with get this. to the end of it, and then Part Two is just like yeah, it's a letdown. What the what is going on? Especially because in part one, Vink and Sardo link up. Yes. So whatever comes next yes. has to be dynamite. Yeah. Um, they just blew it. No, it's a bad one. Yeah. It's, a, it's not my Ferguson, um, but it's it's pretty bad. Um, also, I will say, uh, at my close calls, I had Grinner, too. Can't mm. Grinner. Yeah. Um, so my Ferguson would be the series premiere of Gullah Gullah Island. <laughs> okay. it's good. I don't remember it specifically, but I imagine it was terrible. Oh, boy. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, my Ferguson was the tale of the long ago locket. Ah, yeah. Oh. Very good. My Ferguson is <laughs> is Wienerville Viva Las Wienerville. Oh, you just don't like Wienerville? What a weird show. <laughs> yep. It is weird. Man, we okay. might have to check that one out eventually. <laughs> I imagine it has three cartoons and a sp- well, very sparse all, story all in between. I two to make sure that that was the worst episode. It, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he says as he's wikipedia <laughs> Uh Okay, so um, so Grinner, Grounded for Life, and Field of Pete are kind of our big winners there. Hard Day's Pete, too. Uh, where do you want to go next? Um, why don't we do... Either one of the music ones. Um, anything you want to do first, Chris? Some song or album? You. Music like video? Album first. Yeah, right? let's do album first. Okay. Good. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. Um. I kind of went back and forth, but I finally decided, uh, Dookie. Yeah. Um. It's perfect. Uh, it's not even like an album that I listen to over and over again like some other stuff but at the top like as a kid that's maybe the only thing i even heard that or that like came into my uh field of hearing that year like um i don't know just great album like uh kind of just some i don't know it made like a weird impression everything about it um yeah. Kind of just like permeated the, that time. Starting with the like cover art. Yes. I mean, yeah. The cover yes. art all the way to the music videos. It's like yeah. a Where's Waldo. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so my favorite album is an album called Ringmaster by a group called Insane Clown Posse. Um, really set the stage for the next few years of my life in the mid-1990s. 
You've always been a closet juggler. Um, I mean, looking back, like Dookie's probably my favorite album that ever came out, but in 1994, <laughs> I loved it. Do you have any <laughs> tattoos on you that are Dookie related? No, oh. I don't actually. Um, yeah, so Dookie. Yeah, Dookie. Yes, one hundred percent. Brett didn't really get on the Green Day train until yeah. American Idiot, so. <laughs> He's more twenty first century. Yeah. I was a twenty first century breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite album of nineteen ninety four is also my favorite album of all time. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, I I won't guess it. I let you. No, say please it. guess it. I think it's going to be there's something wrong or there's nothing wrong with love built to spill. Yeah, exactly. That's mm. what it is. There's nothing wrong with love built to spill. It's uh, this is really the most magical moment of 1994 to me because it's not an album that an eight-year-old should know, but I just randomly got it at the library, and uh, I was interested in the title as like an eight-year-old. It's like a, something an eight-year-old might be interested in, and it was a super weird album, but I like I I caught on to it or I don't know. It just it it felt really good. It felt goofy. It felt playful from. Like, in a way that, like, an eight-year-old can appreciate, and now being 32, I still listen to that album more than probably any other album, and I and I have finally realized that it is my favorite album of all time. And the reason you know when you found a favorite album is when every single song on the album has been your favorite song at some point off that mm-hmm. album, and that is a, a really good album for that. Like, truly, every, well, every song except, like, two have been, like, oh, this is definitely the best song on this album. Obviously not including the bonus uh, yeah, where they're just talking. Not including the bonus. Uh, and uh, you, you talk about your album, I'll tell you what the other one is. Uh, would you say Dookie is your favorite album of all time? Mm, that's tough. Let me think about it. <laughs> I mean, probably when it boils down to it, there's probably like three or four other albums that I can like internally debate about how much I like them but yeah. I think it'll always come back to Dookie. Okay. It always does. It, it always, always does. I mean needless to say, 94 it's the best year for music in the 90s right? Agreed on this? Yeah. If you don't agree, I'm <laughs> going to leave. Yeah. I, mean, I won't if, know until we get to oh, it doesn't, 1999. It does not get better <laughs> as the decade goes. The thing was is like when I was looking at all the albums that came out like I mean, obviously, Dookie was number one. I knew that from the get-go. Yeah. But I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh, this one? Yeah. Like, even yeah. by, like, things, like, I didn't even really, like, you know, like, TLC put out Crazy Sexy Cool, which is a fantastic album. Not yes. my favorite, but, like, man, I can't believe, like, that even came out. Like, Tuesdays at Record Stores must yes. have been, like, the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. Insanely good. Uh, my favorite album is Weezer, the Blue Album. Sure. Um, it's been... I don't know if it's my favorite album of all time. It's the most influential album in my life as far as, uh, like, I don't talk about it much on here, but I play music and write music and record, and pretty much that album made, like, made me want to do that. Like, I, I want to I have like, be able to make a cool rock sound or something like that. Uh, and that's an album where every song at some point in my life has, like, had really definitive moments, um, including one of my favorite songs of all time. So, uh... Yeah, I think, like, anybody who's known me since 1994, like, for a long time I was associated with Weezer. Like, people who knew me were like, oh, because I'd had Weezer shirts, and so very important in my life. Uh, 
That, that was all three of them. I mean, Duke, I'm sorry, I'm not counting Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> in this. You, I, you should. I do remember. The juggalos are coming for you. I knew Brett well as an eight-year-old, and I do remember him liking Insane Clown Posse. It that's, was cool then. That's legit. That's true. But Dookie, The Blue Album, and Build a Spill are all albums that, like, I know I listened to as an eight-year-old. Like, yeah. I actually liked as an eight-year-old, and I like now, and that's just super bizarre. Right. Uh, that something can be that good that it can speak to an eight-year-old. And I don't like it for nostalgic reasons, because, I mean, I do, but, I mean, I think that someone hearing those albums for the first time in their 30s would be just as likely to think they're great. Yeah. Um, right. Like, it, you shouldn't be embarrassed for any of those albums in 2019 to put them on or say, like, I love them. Yeah. Uh, where, like, Weezer, most of their stuff now, you should maybe feel a bit embarrassed to like if you uh, if you liked that cover if you like any weezer cover of any pop song uh okay well we don't have to scold i i invite you to re-examine your aesthetics yeah i mean it's it's perfectly fine to still be in love with the blue album and any of these albums um yeah and it was like a sense of ownership i like i remember being in the car i may have i don't know if i've told this story on here before but i remember remember being in the car with my sisters and undone the sweater song came on and both of my sisters went, Joey, it's your song. And I felt like such immense pride that like at, I had a song. Like my sisters knew that I liked the song so much that like they turned and went, it's your song. And that's, uh, very cool. that's like a, yeah, it's a cool moment in the young life of like, okay, this, <laughs> this is a, this is mine now. Like, <laughs> Joey's yeah. got some really good Weezer stories that we don't have to go through right now. But yeah. just, just so you guys know, he's got, he's, there's some history with Joey and Weezer. Yeah, he may. That's true. Or may not own a guitar, owned by that was gifted to him by one. Just tell the whole story, Chris. <laughs> no, 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 that's, no, that's good. That's, yeah. good. Yeah, that's, good. that's, that's good. a cool <laughs> way to leave it. That's fine. Um, okay, so close. Uh, real quick, um, first albums. I, so I made a list of all the Whew. debut albums that came oh, out that know. year. Uh, Weezer, Blue Album was their first. Oasis, first album. Cake. First album, Nas. First album, Outcast. First album, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Aaliyah, DeBrat, Marilyn Manson, Usher, Notorious B.I.G., Brandy, Our Lady Peace, Soul Coughing, Dave Matthews Band, Corn, Bush, Bloodhound Gang, At the Drive-In, Jimmy Eat World, Spoon, and Elliot Smith. All first albums. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, Andrew the skeptic over here is going to wait till 1999. <laughs> but if you're not convinced, if you can, can you honestly imagine a year being better for the first album of all these? Sounds pretty good. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. <laughs> Promising. Gotta wait right for Eiffel 65 to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are our close calls? Uh, my close call is Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get into it till much later but spent a lot of time with it love it yeah. um just one of my favorites that mm. uh, me too me too uh my close call was uh 24-hour revenge therapy by jawbreaker mm. a little bit of revisionist history there why is that a revisionist history because I suspect that the first time you heard that album was like... I'm sorry, are we doing albums that we listened to in 1994 <laughs> or albums that came out in 1994? I think that's fair. All right, fine. fine, we, fine. we flip-flop a lot on yeah. He literally policy. just got done saying that he didn't get into pavement until years later. Okay, you I just wanted to call me out on my I, didn't you? I, I did. I did. You're stuffed, right? You're stuffed. 
But it's a great album for those listening at home. Uh, it came out a few days after Dookie. And, uh, Is today the anniversary of that? Cause, uh... I think it's the 7th. Oh, okay. It's like a week after. Um, but Jawbreaker at the time, I've learned later in life, not at that time, because I wasn't that cool yet. Chris. Um, I actually did like tours with Nirvana before Green Day, and a lot of uh, people thought that Jawbreaker was going to be the band that broke the punk Ooh. rock mold, but <laughs> it happened to be Dookie. Interesting. That's a great anecdote. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then Jawbreaker wrote like another album and then broke up because I don't know they're like real artists and hated each other probably. <laughs> real. <laughs> Man, slam on Green Day. <laughs> I mean, let's be serious. Like Green Day just wrote like three chords and their album's called Poop. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, cool. people responded. Yeah, they did. All right. Well. All right, uh, close call 21. They might be giants. John Henry. 21? Are you counting down from 21? Yep, 20. Beck, Mellow, Gold, and One Foot in the Grave. I'm combining those. Uh, Then Guided by Voices, B1000, Sebados, Bake Sale, Our Lady Peace, Navid. It's just for Starseed alone. It's it's great. Uh, Sloan, Twice Removed, Red House Painters, 1. Bare Naked Ladies, Maybe You Should Drive. I know I know. Yeah. Kevin loves uh, uh, Red House Painters, though. Oh. I think Jason likes Red yeah, House Painters, Yeah, Jason too. does like I don't know how I know that, uh, because I don't know I Jason think he might have been the person that told me about them, I feel like. Well, I like Mark Kozelik. Is that how you say his name? No idea. A lot. <laughs> um, I like Red House Painters l- less, but, you know, anyway. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies, Maybe You Should Drive, R.E.M. Monster, Beastie Boys, mm. Ill Communication, Cake, Motorcade of Generosity, Pavement, Crooked Rain, Nirvana, MTV Unplugged, TLC, Crazy Sexy Cool, Bush, 16 Stone, Nas, Illmatic, Green Day Dookie, Portishead, Dummy, number three, Elliot Smith, Roman Candle, number two, Blue Album. You're really putting Portishead? I love that album. I listen mm-hmm. to that more than anything other than... Is it because you can relate album. to the album title? Dummy? Boom. Roasted. Two close calls. Uh, There's nothing wrong with Love Built to Spill is the close call. Um, I won't... I'd love to talk songs, but oh, I guess we can wait. Um, wait, do you have a favorite song on that album? I guess that's what I was going to ask, is if you, you have a favorite song on that album. It's really hard I'm going to answer you, but it's not definitive. I want to hear yours first, though. Uh, it's always been Big Dipper. That's great, because it never gets old. <laughs> uh, I think Reasons is mine. It's a great one. Uh, and then my other is Roman Candle by Elliot Smith, a very stripped-down Elliot Smith, just Elliot and acoustic. But uh, What's your favorite song on that album? Well, uh, it's actually a, it's the instrumental Kiwi Mad Dog 2020. That's my second favorite. Yeah, no, no name number one is my favorite. Okay, I, I do like the song Roman Candle. <laughs> I wonder if anybody listening listens to Elliot Smith. You know who listens to Elliot Smith? Craig Bartlett, Harold uh, creator, is a huge Elliot Smith fan. Huh. Kiwi Mad Dog, I'm is is a great song. Mm. Like also a delicious beverage. Not really, it's disgusting, but it'll get you there. <laughs> uh, Ferguson's? Uh, I do not have a Ferguson for album. 
So Mike Ferguson is by a band that I really enjoy, and this is their worst album. Uh, it's Bouncing Souls, The Good, The Bad, The Argyle. Um, it was when they were Oof, just like a, it was when they were just like a straightforward, terrible punk rock band with just terrible lyrics, terrible song titles. And then they got real good a few years later and put out some really good albums. But that one sucks. That's a that's a great Ferguson. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm gonna go with Buckethead, Giant Robot. <laughs> yeah, Buckethead was kind of dumb, wasn't he? Yeah, we also listened to a podcast about 1994 music where they talked about Buckethead a lot. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you guys don't remember this. It happened last weekend. <laughs> we we didn't listen to it very long. <laughs> oh, it stuck out to me. I also wasn't there. Uh, also, Disney's Greatest Volume Two because I just never heard the end of it. That came out in '94, and I what is it? Disney's Greatest Volume huh. Two. Never heard the end of it. What do you like? Uh, never got to the end of I it. I have three or? younger sisters, so uh, it was just uh, constantly okay. going on. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I went with uh, an album that played a lot in my house as well, and I've never been able to understand this band. But uh, Dave Matthews Band, uh, uh, Under the Table and yep. Dreaming, awful. It, it, that's always been a band where I feel like I'm missing, like I'm, I'm <laughs> because so many people. I mean, still to this day, one of the most rabid followings. I'm missing something. Here's I, the thing: I, is Dave Matthews Dave Band Matthews. like you're a little Sebastian? Like you don't understand why everyone loves it. <laughs> that's a good analogy. You're just like okay, right? Well, you just don't understand his <laughs> guitar style. Dave Matthews makes up his own chords. That's a joke that's only going to land with us. <laughs> Do you know that? He invents chords. He invented chords. Wow. That's why, why people like him. It's a weird. satellite is just... <laughs> a podcast contributor satellite. has said those words before. Uh, well, no offense to anybody who likes Dave Matthews. I get it. You're in the majority. But uh, <laughs> that album played a lot in my house, and I did not like it's it. It's the best Dave Matthews album, though. Is that saying anything? In though? retrospect, yes. By a lot. Yeah. No, it is. I listened to it. Mm. I owned it. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Can you tell <laughs> that was that was a thick silence. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me the top Billboard album from 1994? Madonna something? Nope. I don't know. Uh, Crazy Sexy Cool. Nope. Uh, Michael Bolton. Tupac. Uh, You're probably not going to guess it based on the guesses so far. Enya. Nope. What is it? It is the Lion King soundtrack. Ooh, oh, sure. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. it is good. Uh, it is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like Phil Collins just phoning it in, <laughs> which I do. Okay, okay. Turns out you mean Elton John? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's Elton John for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's a Phil Collins one on there too. There? I don't think I don't so. Kuna <laughs> Matata. I That's believe not... you're thinking no. of uh, Tarzan. Tarzan. Let's oh yeah, Collins. yeah. You're right. That was what I was thinking of. Well, um, shall we do songs? Sure. Boy. Um. I didn't have this at first, but I finally decided that this really was, again, like, just a defining song of 94 for me, was, um, Basket Case. Melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps adding up. Especially that summer was just like that was it. And who's that by? 
Green Day. Nice. For those who want to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have two. Uh, one is my favorite song off of Dookie, which is She. Oh, mine too. Just brilliant song. Yep. And then just a song that I think really puts everyone in a good mood, regardless of what time of year it is. Um, All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Um, Hell hell yes. Just beginning to end. Like that. Coming through. That piano intro. Like, you know you're getting ready for a good time. It was like 16th notes, 32nd notes. I don't even know. It has a really good um, usage in the film Love Actually, um, which is a great uh, British comedy for those of (laughs) us. You're, you're well yeah. documented on this podcast. <laughs> like you love actually. A great British comedy. Love actually, yes. Um, Real quick, I need to amend. Uh, she is not my favorite song. I thought about it being my favorite song, and I realized that it's not. Uh, pulling Teeth is my favorite song. All right. Okay. Sorry. Noted. It would have bothered me. Pulling Teeth was my favorite song Like as a kid listening to Dookie. Yeah. Um, but now that I've gotten older, I realize that she is far superior. Hmm. I mean, that's great. Much like how you feel about that uh, Built the Spill record. I I don't think you can go wrong. Totally. It's very true. Uh, My favorite song is similar to Brett's, one that just puts you in a good mood no matter what when you hear it. And that is US3's Flip Fantasia in parentheses Candle. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we have something special down here at Birdland this evening. A recording for Blue Note Records. There's just no way. I don't know this. <laughs> 1994, this is your favorite song? Yeah. I think this is... <sighs> An absolutely absurd <laughs> choice. I, it's, I, it's funny. No, it's uh, I know you think I'm joking. I actually put so much time into my top 40 songs of 1994. And it. this is, at age eight, I loved this song. Mm. Just loved it. And I was going solely, for favorite songs, I went solely on what I loved in 1994. How'd you get into this at age eight? Jamma 92.3. Oh. He told he told you pretty quickly, huh? He sure did. Wow. Okay. I'm blown away. Um. Now, you do you want to guess mine? Ooh, is it the Weezer? It's Weezer. I was thinking about this that I don't know your favorite Blue Weezer song. Um, I actually am very unsure about it. Mm. I'm gonna go with. The world is turned. Okay. But I think I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with the song. Because that's my favorite. Because it's your song. Um, I don't think I have a guess here. Okay. Uh, say it ain't so. Is huh. my uh, that, favorite. That's what my heart said, but it's, there's something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 
Uh, it's the verses are great. The chorus just that intro. Ugh. That in, when it comes on, it's like it sets the mood in the room, and it's one of, if not my favorite guitar solo of all time. It's you know one of my favorite guitar solos and uh, rivers really belts and. I mean, I think the I agree with Brett. It's the the clean guitar parts to me are the the best the best Weezer guitar moment hmm. of all time is after the first verse that. The whole thing. No, that's that's one moment. The clean guitar solo. I've I've yeah. like the, from the moment I heard that until like yesterday, I try and practice. That's like the guitar part I've practiced more than anything else. Hmm. I want to really know how to do that. Huh. And it's so hard. A lot of great guitar parts on that one though. Um, but yeah, "Saving So" is the song that uh, since I first heard it, I'd probably from '94 most attached to. Hmm. Uh, close calls. Um, my close call is the end of the tour. They might be giants. Ah. One of my favorites of all theirs. And she says that the scene isn't what it's been. And she's thinking of going home. That it's old and it's totally over now. And it's old and it's over. It's over now. And it's over. It's over. It's over now. And one of the, like the rare kind of uh, like slower songs, um, but just love it. And, uh, what else to say? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, My close call was a song that I remember enjoying a lot because uh, <laughs> it was kind of weird and fun. Uh, Come out and play by the Offspring. Oh yeah, sure. a little Offspring love. Yeah. You gotta keep them separated. That was, song. that was definitely a jam. Yeah. Yeah. Still is. Yeah, for sure. Is that Smash? Off Smash? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll go quickly, and I have a top 40, but you know what? For the <laughs> sake of time, I'm only going to read the top 25. People got to go to your Spotify if they want. Well, that's the top 94. Okay, well. <laughs> so I was trying to narrow it down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so from 25, I've got Loser, Baby I Love Your Way, 100% Pure Love, Madonna's Human Nature, Possum Kingdom, Nine Inch Nails, Closer, Real McCoy, Another Night, Cranberry Zombie, Coolio, Fantastic Voyage, Cheryl Crow, All I Want to Do, Lisa Loeb's Stay. Did you just put Coolio above <laughs> Yes. Right. Bush, Machine Head, Boys to Men, Thank You, Warren G, Regulators, Ahmad Lewis, Back in the Day, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. So this is my top ten. <laughs> Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Number nine, Notorious B.I.G., Big Papa. Number eight, I wanted to amend this, but I did go Green Day She. Uh, seven, Build a Spill Car. Six, the Ace of Base Trio of the sign Don't Turn Around and All That You Want. Uh, number five, uh, Snoop Dogg Gin and Juice, which charted in 94. Number four, Salt and Peppa's duo of What a Man and Shoop. Number three, the whole Weezer Blue album. Number two, TLC Creep. <laughs> so Creep is better than the entire Blue album, huh? Yes. If you had a choice. I love Creep. Okay. That really should have been my favorite song. I think it's an mm. absolutely perfect song. Wait, that Weird was it? List. Number one is Creep? 
That's my number one close call. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. My number one close call yeah. is uh, Portishead Biscuit. That's the one that I added in later because I actually didn't like that 1994, but I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we have some crossover yeah. in our close calls. Uh, Stay by Lisa Loeb. That that was that's a pick of me at that age. Sure, exactly. Loved that song. Uh, I haven't heard it mentioned, but Hook by Blues Travelers. It's on my '94. Okay, all right. Uh, Gold Sounds by Pavement. On my '94. One of my favorites of all time. Possum Kingdom. One of my favorites. Uh, Big Dipper is mentioned by Built to Spill, and then my definitive close call is Waterfalls by TLC. Wow. A song that I mean, I listened to yesterday. I, I, I listen to it frequently, I, just just because I enjoy it. I feel the same way about Creep. I think Creep is objectively twice as good. No, I agree to disagree. <laughs> I, I mean, the intro to Waterfalls is great. So there's something. Waterfalls is so. Mm, it I just think, like gets you right in your soul. But Creep is a little like. It's a little radio-ish. Like it's too oh radio. Oh my god, you are insane. <laughs> so you are you are clearly conflating the experience of listening to Waterfalls with watching the music video. Which no, 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 no. The mu- the music video did not do it for me. Creep is like the the way that like the beat I just comes hear in. that melody and it's just like no, just doesn't sustain. Oh, that's insane. Okay, I've got a little quiz for you guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm gonna. You have to name the artist. I'm gonna name the popular 1994 song. You have to name who is the artist. Okay. Oh, what a night. Brian Adams. <laughs> Late December, back in. Six Rob Stewart. Now, Rod Stewart. That would be the Four Seasons. Oh yeah. Number two, this one's for Andrew. He feels passionately about this. Whoop! There it is. Oh man. You better know no, it. No, I can't remember. Wrecking Crew. Or Anyone? Mm. That sounds right. It's tag team. Oh, tag team. Uh, number three, 100% pure love. From the back to the middle and around again, I'm going to be there till the end, 100% pure love. That would be Crystal Waters. Number four, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me no more. Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan Will <laughs> That would be Hathaway. Yeah. You guys suck. Really. <laughs> yeah. I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky, I'll be there for better or worse. Boys to men. You'd think, but that one. All for one. Nice. All for one. Yeah. Can we get a ding? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, <laughs> I knew there was a number involved. <laughs> okay, you guys should get this one. I, I made this one easy for you. Uh, see there. See there is neither good nor something luscious jackson can't find the sea there that's a good guess no idea what song this oh is. no i know it think willy wonka willy wonka that's a really good clip uh, i can't character in willy wonka that's the name it of the like charlie with an s veruca salt that's veruca salt <laughs> you guys did yeah, not salt. listen to s. the radio i was on the on the right part <laughs> all right let me see that tootsie roll That'd be the 69 boys. <laughs> With a Z, if you're scoring home. Uh, I can see clearly now, the rain is gone. Oh, I love that one. That's Jimmy Cliff. Sure. Baby, I love your way. Every day. Uh, um, hold on, I got it. Something like Peter. Peter Gabriel. Nah, I'm blanking. That's a band called Big Mountain. Oh, whatever. And last one, I'll... I'll I'll, I'll speed it up here. Here comes the hot stepper. Yeah. 
Never he's heard of, He's a lyrical gangster. Oh, we've talked about him. Um, hey, got me out, step up, uh, murder. I'm blanking on the name. Ina Kamosi. Oh, yes. Ina Kamosi. Well, you guys well, did not do your research. No. <laughs> uh, how about Ferguson's? Yeah, this was uh, super easy for me. It's Cotton Eye Joe. Yes. <laughs> that is a great pick. I thought about that one. That song is so fun. <laughs> this is an easy one. Always hated it. Wasn't even sure. Like, as a kid, I was like, what is this? Is this a song? Or is this some kind of, like, commercial or, like, some parody? Like, Still I not sure, it. really. Like, yeah. So I did some... I watched the video recently. It's insane. First of all, they're Swedish. They're like a Swedish band, like pretending to do like American Southern stuff, which is that like, makes me like it even weird. more. And speaking to Joey's moment earlier, I had a cousin who was older. Like you have a cool older cousin, and she's like, "Do you know that song, Cotton Eye Joe?" And she's like, "Every time I hear that song, I think of you." And this is in 1994. And I'm like, "I hate this song." <laughs> you don't, don't understand the me. opposite reaction. <laughs> So that should have been a Ferguson. Totally yeah. agree. Terrible song. Yeah. Um, I had two Fergusons. Um, Satellite by Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> and Anything Off of the Album Fatology by Pearl Jam. <laughs> wow. wow. Coming, coming for Alan's throat on that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not good stuff. Alan just deleted the podcast. Uh, he, um, Fatology, I would say, though, the actual album was interesting to look at. Like, the design of it. Well, like, the CD Except was, like, a weird, yeah, odd-shaped like book. It was like book. a book, yeah. But yeah. it was, like, taller, but, like, not as wide as your normal but the album, CD jewel the, disc. The album artwork was very thorough. Sure, if you're into that sort of it thing. It just, that was. <laughs> just stupidly on the CD rack. Yeah. It wouldn't fit with other CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a couple people who used to work at a record store. Yeah, yeah they had designed books. Yeah. Cases for that's a problem. That's not very thoughtful of Pearl Jam. <laughs> for your CDs, uh, uh, Ferguson just got one. Well, I have wow. four, but I'm gonna read one. Okay. Uh, and that is Brian Adams, Sting, and Rod Stewart's "All for Love" from the Three Musketeers soundtrack. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is just the kind of schlockiest, like <laughs> trading, like trying to see who can like sing in that like weird '80s like whisper, sexy sing. That had to be one of the top songs of the year, no? Yeah, I think it was. And it is, like, it makes me want to puke. (laughs) I hear you. Good Good one. Uh, I have two. Um, I have Enigma by Return to Innocence. Oh, yes! Yes! Which I think is on every TV CD compilation ever made. Do you know what the original... Yeah, it's Pure Moods. Pure Moods 1 came out in 1994. Yes. And forever, any Pure Mood or any Mood album period has Enigma by Return to Innocence. Yes, that's great. Um, And that was a song that would get stuck stuck in my head even though I did not like the song. Um, Didn't your mom have that album? Probably. Pure moods. I remember I, she had Enya, which is weird that you keep mentioning Enya in this podcast, but Enya's great. Yeah. Uh, I also had Tim McGraw's Indian Outlaw, oh, which is just whoa, 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 whoa. a Tim McGraw is a star. Okay, well, Indian Outlaw may be the most like absurdly racist song yeah, I've yeah. ever heard. I didn't even hear the song yeah. title. Once <laughs> you said that, I don't think this is the one you want to stand for. Uh, Not the hell I want to die on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but I feel real good about it. But have you heard Truck Yeah? <laughs> I, I can't debate country. Uh, I know I dislike this song, but I really dislike uh, Enigma. But... <laughs> okay. I, I like it all right, but... <laughs> uh, can you guys name the top Billboard song of this year? Mariah Carey. Uh, we've mentioned it. That's your clue. Mariah Carey. All, all, no? all for no. one? Oh, uh, I swear. No. TLC? Um, no. Is it that Three Musketeers song? No. Indian Outlaw? No. Salt and Pepper? No. <clears throat> you want it? Yeah. Yep. The Sign. Oh, Ace of Base. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had three of the top ten singles of the year. Pretty impressive. One, number four, and number like seven or something. There's no doubt that song was really catchy. They're Swedish too, aren't they? I should have mentioned this, but that was the first CD I ever owned. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I knew that. Um, I think... I only had cassettes then. I don't know. Okay. Well, um, should we go to music video while we're yeah. on the music train? Um, I went also with Basket Case for music video. Just, um... It was a weird one. Weird as hell. Uh, <laughs> as a kid, like, just so surreal. Freaked me uh, out. Yeah, it was great. I was like, this is what I want. I mean, like, oh. not what I was looking for, but, like, <laughs> I was like, I want people to, like, push it like this. Like, do weird things. Like, yeah. It was, I would just connect it with it. Um, You're shaking your head no. It didn't freak you out? Do you uh, not remember those weird faces? Yeah. I do, but you are are not even. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> I went with sabotage, Beastie Boys. It was like an event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a yeah. movie in and of itself. It was cool. Great song. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um. I feel like Green Day is playing Checkers to Nine Inch Nails' Chess with Closer, which is undoubtedly. The weirdest, most disturbing video that ever aired in the 90s. No, Tool put out way weirder videos. No, no, watch it again. Watch it. I watched the Tool videos to follow up because I remember that. (laughs) I watched the Tool video after and I watched the Marilyn Manson videos after. And Closer is the weirdest, the most disturbing. Which one's Closer? Is that like the heartbeat in the beginning? Yeah, that one was pretty weird. And it's like spinning, like he's like suspended and then there's like this like weird... Like naked woman, and then there's like monkey on a cross, like being clearly being tortured. Like the monkey is like actually being tortured. You into that? He's a huge Link fan, uh, which aired on Nick at Night. <laughs> yeah, it did, it did air on Nick at Night for one. What's up, Mark? <laughs> Shout out, Mark. Um, so closer. Um, the most ambitious music video of its time. Uh, also, have you seen that Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson video? Oh, that, Jesus Christ, Brett. <laughs> the 30-minute space that opera. That was a music video <laughs> littered with ambition. I mean, just that Nine Inch... Okay, so you, it, it's it's maybe easy to not like Nine Inch Nails now, but... It's pretty easy. If you, if you just, like, listen to Closer, <laughs> trying to picture yourself in a world that that song never existed, it's pretty... In a world. It's gonna... <laughs> It's closer never exists. It's catchy. It's like uh, it's super well done. I'm not a big Nine Inch Nails fan, but that's an amazing piece of art. Hmm. Uh, Definitely more disturbing video. Just not as uh, just didn't resonate with me as much. Maybe it was a little too disturbing. 
like shocking for the sake of being shocking. Yeah. I, well, I think part of my favorite music video would also be like rewatchability. I'm yeah, really, it's rewatchable. No, I don't want to watch it ever again. <laughs> okay, everyone, go watch it right now. <laughs> it's awesome. Let's all pause for five minutes. <laughs> all right. Uh, I picked uh, Buddy Holly by Weezer. <laughs> also uh, very, very good. The, yeah. hap- the Happy Days hybrid at that time, I, even now, kind of like blows my mind how good it looks. Uh, yeah. It really looks... And I think in 94, I didn't realize how actually close we still were to Happy Days. <laughs> I thought it was like an actual show that it, probably when I was that age, I thought it aired in the 50s and 60s and wasn't uh, like a remake of the era. Um, but it's so well done. Uh just yeah, that, that's Spike Jones, who's a great filmmaker in himself. Adaptation, one of the great movies, but that's um, the second best thing Spike Jones ever did. Though. Behind adaptation. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's a great, great, great video. Go watch that one for sure. Watch all of these; they're <laughs> all very good. Sabotage is amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Basket Case is fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, fine. It, it's really good. It is, it is really good. weird. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people showed love for that one. Um, yeah, for in in very different ways. Four really cool videos, but like up there with any videos in the nineties. Yeah, like all four of those. Yeah, when you loaded Windows onto your computer, but Buddy Holly played. <laughs> really? You don't remember that? There was I a. Think it was at your house, man. No, no, no. It's a it's a thing. Yeah. It, yeah, it came yeah. on the disc. Wow. Yeah. That was the downfall of Weezer right there. Ninety four. I don't think Rivers has ever not been interested in being. As Terrible. famous as possible. <laughs> Pink, um, Pinkerton, he thought, would be huge. I think he just, like, sabotaged himself. Sabotage. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, close call was sabotage for me. Cool. Yeah. Basket case. Wow. Uh, my close, close call is... I want to make sure I get the... Call. The... Uh, it's the... Chris's top Aaron. 100 videos. <laughs> no, first he's going to give you the director and he'll see if you can name <laughs> uh, Aerosmith's Crazy. What? No way. I I really thought you guys would be on board with this. Do you not remember how good that video is? I'm not. That's I'm, Alicia. Yes. Uh, this is 0% joking. It's amazing. <laughs> My heart is like racing right now. I feel like I was really expecting you guys to be like, oh, I forgot about how good that was. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember the video at all. Okay, so there were two Alicia Silverstone, Liv Tyler, Aerosmith videos. There was Crazy and Crying. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I know the crazy. song, but I don't... And then I was crying. Yes, I, I know both of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch it. They're like, it's, it's like you're watching a whole season of the OC in like three and a half minutes. Hmm. That sounds not amazing, but <laughs> <laughs> the worst sales job possible <laughs> between Amazon and your Aerosmith. Funny, I know you like the OC. Oh, I love OC. Yeah, I don't like that. But uh, a '94 Aerosmith thing that happened—they um, were the first major band to have a song available for download online. Oh, oh. Wow. Cool. that's yeah. cool. Um, it was almost one of my events, but <laughs> got beat out. Oh, I think we've talked about this before because we joked about like it probably would have taken five days to <laughs> to download. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my I have two close call videos, and they were very. Cl- I flipped a lot between favorite and close calls. 
Uh, I have Tom Petty's Mary Jane's Last Dance, which hmm. was a video that really creeped me out as a kid and kind of stuck with me. You know, it's a, it's, it's a it's not a good song though. Oh, I like I like Mary Jane's Last Dance. Like it's got that. a fine chorus. Okay, I like it. It's like maybe the fifth best Tom Petty song of 1994. <laughs> of 1994. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, very close for me was um, Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun, yeah. which was another video that, like, you know, just can never get out of your head really yeah. once you see it. Very weird. Yeah. Don't like that one? Very 94. I'm just, like, amazed by you guys being like, oh, those ones are so weird, and then you don't, you don't feel the same <laughs> Crazy? About Closer. Closer is like the is what those music videos dream of being. But it was like that's too. A, I feel it's like a different. It's almost a different genre altogether. I feel like it was about trying to be extreme or whatever, and it just didn't hit me because of that. I was like, yeah, okay, give it another but, shot. And there's a little the, bit of a story, like Basket Case. It's you know, it's a music video, but like I feel like there's kind of a story something at play. Going on. I will, okay, I'm going to drop my trump card then. VH1 rated uh, Nine Inch Nails Closer as the best music video of all time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll take VH1's <laughs> word for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ferguson videos? I, um, I didn't have Ferguson for this. Um, Nirvana Heart Shaped Box, because Nirvana sucks. Oh, what? My... Nirvana sucks. That's the hill you're gonna die on. <laughs> yeah, I will die on that hill. You love the uh, the, the Native American uh, <laughs> Tim McGraw. I Tim walked McGraw. off that hill pretty quickly. Um, I I don't really care if you don't like Nirvana, but not liking Heart Shaped Box seems crazy. I'll be honest, I don't remember the video because I probably changed the channel every time it came on. Oh. But I noticed that it won like an award on the MTV Media Music Awards, and I went, eh, Nirvana sucks. Deal breaker. <laughs> Okay. So similar to Andrew from before, my uh, Ferguson video is Red uh, Rednecks Cotton Eye Joe. Ah, uh, good, good. Couple, I've never seen the video. Uh, it's something. I just <laughs> two things. I want to give you some lyrics. Um, he came to town like a midwinter storm. He rode through the field so handsome and strong. His eyes was his tools and his smile was his gun. But all he had come for was having some fun. <laughs> That's, that's good. That's the verse. That's good. Uh, and now, if you don't mind, I'd like to do some what would YouTube comments do for the Rednecks video of Cotton Eye Joe? Ooh. They're brief. What would YouTube comments do? So, Cornell Henning said, This is my mom's ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a comment that needed to be left. Uh, Kevin Ganacci says, this is the most accurate way to describe my brain functionality during an exam. (laughs) Where did he come from? Where did he go? Uh, Vethelos says, this should be United States National Anthem. Yes. (laughs) That'd be appropriate, I guess. Athos says, college parties in Alabama be like. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's right. And Little Leonard says, American Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are good. Okay. Good old Little Leonard. Nice work. Yeah. Uh, two Fergusons, uh, Jim Blossoms, Until I Fall Away, uh, which is, uh, it's, yeah, just them performing. It's not good. And then um, just to contrast, uh, Black Hole Sun, 
I picked another Soundgarden video, which is very bad, which is Spoonman. Um, it's a dumb song. Man. I don't know if you remember the video, but when I started rewatching it, uh, it almost plays like a modern like video, like a, a student doing a project for school where it's like a static picture that's kind of like slowly <laughs> moving across the screen. It's pictures of the band, static pictures of the band, and then cuts to a guy playing spoons real hard on his like on really? his thigh so it's so like so he is the spoon man there's a literal spoon man in the video spoon man. <laughs> that sounds pretty out there chris you might be into that sort of experimental type of no it's uh, very it's a <laughs> it's a very bad video uh well i think that only leaves movies uh and show Oh gosh, yeah. Just general show. Uh, let's Maybe do we start with show. TV shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, my best for '94 is the critic. Yep, knew it. Love it. Number one. Number one. The critic. Nice. nice. It uh, does not stink. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it still holds up, I think, maybe even better than 94. Yeah. But even as a kid, I remember like seeing a few episodes as it first aired, and even then was drawn to it for some reason. Chris, can I pick yours? Mm-hmm. I feel like I know it. I don't think you do. Is it Duckman? It is. Boom! <laughs> nice. I don't think you know it. <laughs> Yep, mine's Duckman. Nice choice. <laughs> um, but Critic is one I think that get, has gotten better with time. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I remember you even, I don't know if it was immediately or we were a little older, but I remember you really highly recommending it, um, particularly the Jurassic Park joke oh, of the that, raptor opening the door. <laughs> that Jurassic Park joke might be one of the best, like, executed jokes in television yeah. history. Like, I talk about that to this day. Yeah. And also repeat it over and over. You see, like, the, the, the short-armed dinosaur, like, Yeah, joke. but ahead of its time. Yeah. Our next film is Jurassic Park 2. <sighs> Revenge of the Raptors, a non-stop thrill ride. You can't hold a raptor in a closet. They're too smart. You may have us, but you'll never get off the island. I beg to differ, for you see, the other raptors and I have constructed a crude suspension bridge to Venezuela. Once there, I shall lie low and assume odd jobs under the name Mr. Pilkington. But perhaps I've said too much. Uh, it's not my pick. Uh, my favorite show of 1994, which had a long-running, um, lasting effect, was uh, Inside the Actor's Studio. Ah, wow. good one. Yeah, I like them. I like when they're on. Yeah. I like the interviews. Uh, whatever his name is. <laughs> James Lipton? James Lipton. Of course. <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Yeah. No, but James Lipton, he is, uh, there's something like... He's very hypnotizing. He's interesting. <laughs> He's, got great, great. He's got great skills in the interview. Yeah. Uh, so inside the actor's studio. Um, well, I got a couple close calls here. Duckman being one of them. That's right. Love it. Uh, the animation's great. Sure is. Um, one of the first great like adult cartoons, but mm-hmm. Critic beat it out for me slightly. But also uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast started uh, that year. Yeah. Uh, just the start of a whole... <laughs> <laughs> slew of great things. Um, I kind of went outside the box with my close call. Hmm. Um, just to... Can I guess? Yeah. Does it have to do with baseball? No. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it had a pretty long run. Uh, it's a show called Friends. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, good stories. Really depicts life in the 90s in New York City. Uh, Something you could relate to. Yeah, just really relatable. And, uh, you know, if you have Netflix, try to catch up. Very interesting. It's Very captivating. mainstream pick. I wasn't it's captivating it. the whole way through. And I realize that this probably sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I actually do like the show. It's good. Most people do. A lot of people do, actually. Yeah. Things are <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think of, it's one of the most popular shows in yeah, history. spent a lot of money on yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, close call? Uh, I'm going to go with my so-called life. Mm, okay. Wow. kind of liked it. I know it's not cool like Friends, but... Um, I think it is cool. Like, considered cool. I've always... Of like, all the things that yeah, I don't would think be called cool, for that would be... so-called life. I, mm-hmm. I, I know. Okay. I like Claire Danes a lot. I've always been a, a Dane's head. Is there a like a group of people that meet, talk about Claire Danes? Yeah. Call themselves Dane's heads? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, look it up. Okay. What you got? <laughs> uh, I have two, uh, two things I really enjoy watching on Saturday mornings, Bump in the Night. Great one. And Reboot. Yeah. Oh, um, even better. Great combo, yeah. Saturday mornings, Bump in the Night being Claymation primarily. Yeah. Uh, really love the monster stories and reboot was like kind of your first like cyborg oh uh, CGI kid show. Reboot was kind of insane. Andrew's losing How it could you here. hate reboot? <laughs> I just didn't like the way it looked. Oh, it looked am- when it came out, it looked yeah. ama- incredible. I, actually, I, rem- like, I remember this? hating that show. <laughs> Did they spend billions on every episode? <laughs> I remember hating that show when it was on. And then like when I met you, you like loved it. And I was a little confused. Cause like, <laughs> I was like, I trust his opinion, but if he likes a reboot, I don't know. Well, I assure you I feel that about it's, this. it's good. It's still good. I still check it out today. Okay. Uh, it's not my Ferguson. I thought about it just to upset you, but I'm glad this came up instead. Um, Ferguson? Well, you're going to like my Ferguson, I think. Um, my so-called life. Mm. Wow. Uh, really cannot stand the feel of that show. It's like, to me, it's like the anti-Freaks and Geeks. It's like, how good Freaks and Geeks is, this is oh the, like, this is like focusing on all the things we've about really the take, 90s We've really taken it. the wind out of Chris's sails. <laughs> he just looks so beside him. This was the part of the culture, though. It's just like, ugh, get it out of here. Get, I'm, I'm done with this. I liked it. I think that you're, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um, sometimes, but not in this case, I don't think. It's not like... It's it's dark. It's about weird kids. It's about like it's yeah. very yeah. We know what freaks and geeks. and geeks is like, Chris. It's not as good as freaks and geeks. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it's not even close. Yeah. But it's it's not Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Like no, I know, I know. It, it, I remember it being on as a kid, and like even then, especially he just something about the whole. Look of it. Oh yes. What's the going whole on? Look of it. The yes. look of it. What's going on? You sound like you've really thought this through. I really have. Um, <laughs> it puts me in like this mode of. I really have being in school at that time, but like one generation uh, older than us, which I really True. dis. That's a good Liked point. something about I think, like some. I mean, not the people, but like something about that. The way that generation was. I hear you. Going or something. I think that's right. I didn't relate to it. Yeah. I did feel like I was like looking in on another culture, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. Yeah. 
Um, so I picked a show that my mom loved watching, and I hated that we only had one TV at the time. Uh, it's called Touched by an Angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one TV uh, stuck on Touched by an Angel. Just, I honestly, I can't even really remember what it was about or what happened, but yeah, that's good. That's I'm an glad. important yeah. thing that it's on and you don't want I'm to I'm glad be I don't have any <laughs> recollection of what each episode was, but yeah. not good. Um, and then also Gala Gala Island. Oh, boy. So I went with the Touched by an Angel of popular TV, a show I like to call Friends. Yeah. Oh, come nice. on. Friends sucks. <laughs> does it, though? It, it does. Everything Andrew Joey. thinks... Not you, the character. Friends is the uh, my so-called life of, like, it's my so-called <laughs> oh my life gosh. to freaks and geeks as Friends is to Seinfeld, in my mind. Okay, I uh, can't really process the math on that. <laughs> there's not a single likable character in Friends. Joey! No one is funny. Joey! It's dramatic <laughs> for the sake of being dramatic. I don't care if any of the characters I'm all eating the skins, so... <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Is that a sandwich? I mean, come on. Even the jokes sound stupid. As like, I have like no desire to know what that joke is. Even is that a sandwich? Yeah. Are you just happy to see me? No, <laughs> that's not the joke. The joke is, is that I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to talk too much about it. My Ferguson's party of five. Mm. Uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, Another. It's like yeah. Yeah. Sucks. That 90210 type. Uh, worth worth mentioning that ER also premiered. Also sucks. Before. Never watched yeah, it. Yeah, never cared for it. Hmm. Um, do you know what the highest rated show this year was? ER. Friends. Guessable. ER. ER. Nope, not guess so far, but... Touched by an angel. Oh, already we airing? Said it. Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, last one. Movies. Yeah. Um, Great year for movies. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah, uh, this was tough, but I finally decided Pulp Fiction was my number one. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. A quarter pounder with cheese in Paris. What do they call it? Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. Loved it. Uh, probably affected me more than any other movie from that year. Um, just like in the blowing you away category. Like, Blew you away. What is this? Oh, it's good. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's mine pretty good. I think at the time it pretty much blew everyone away. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, Quentin Tarantino's overrated. Well, you can say that I don't now, think so. but I, I don't think, think he is. I well, I think yeah, he's accurately rated. But uh, <laughs> I think in ninety, there like the consensus all the way through audiences, critics, nobody had really like kind of seen a movie like that. Yeah. Well, I for one am shocked that the person who doesn't like Nirvana or Pulp Fiction loves Friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like what I like. Go on. Uh, that was sarcasm. I am not shocked. It makes sense. I know you're not. <laughs> I went with Lion King. 
Walt Disney Pictures invites you behind the scenes to experience the magic of an extraordinary work in progress. Great, great. Here he goes dancing off. <laughs> Set deep in the heart of Africa, the Lion King tells the story of the noble young Simba, who's destined to become king of the jungle. Only his ruthless Uncle Scar stands between him and the throne. You're so weird. You have no idea. Over 300 artists and performers Ooh. are hard at work. Uh, it's still great. It'll always be great. Um, <laughs> I, rem- I like that as a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, when... Lion my- King's obituary. <laughs> it was great. It's been great. <laughs> um, I remember uh, when we purchased the movie on VHS. Uh, yeah. mm. Mm. I watched it those no big, less than like eight times in a row. Those big Disney, yeah, uh, yeah. clamshell cases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, literally watched it all day long. Yeah, had to rewind it, so I had a little breather in between. But what a film! What an event! Are you excited for the new one? Sure. Okay. I mean, the second one wasn't great, but yeah, and I've never seen like the live action things, but that first Lion King. And what a great video game. Yeah. So, game. you know. It's no Aladdin, but it's good. Wow. Both You're right. It is no good. Aladdin. It's better. Wait, as a movie, you take Aladdin? No, as a video game. Oh, okay. Pulp Fiction for me. Oh, wow. I guess. No, any commentary? Um, you know, to quote Andrew, it, you know, it's just got this feel. It's just got a great feel. Well, the what, only thing what that's better good about word it. can you come up with for the collective no, I look? Agree. Uh, that's why I'm quoting you because okay. it's an appropriate okay. comment. All right, fine. <laughs> I went with uh, <clears throat> Shawshank Redemption, which yes. I think is just one of the great films yeah. ever. Definitely. Send you here for life. That's exactly what they take. I believe in two things: discipline. Help me, In the Bible. Here you'll receive both. Andy came to Shawshank Prison in 1947. Why'd you do it? I didn't, since you asked. <laughs> you can fit right in. I must admit, I didn't think much of Andy the first time I laid eyes on him. He had a quiet way about him. A walk and a talk that just wasn't normal around here. There are places in the world that aren't made uh, Tim Robbins' best performance. I think Morgan Freeman's best performance. Yeah. Uh... Uh, filmed in uh, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, never gets old. Yeah. Uh, my close call is Shawshank. Um, another movie that uh, really affected me mm-hmm. from the first time I saw it. Like, yeah. just I, I don't know how to even Speechless. describe it. Really, uh, I don't know. It was one of those moments where <laughs> at the end you're like, oh, like. I think it. I'm not going to be the same now. Yeah, having it, seen that, I think all. it achieves like what classic films achieve, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like you walk away and you kind of go like that is that's film like maximized. Yes, like that the story maximized. It's it's great in every aspect yeah. of filmmaking. Yeah. Um, very similar uh, <laughs> feeling. Just a masterpiece. Left me breathless. Little Big League. <laughs> nice. um, really Big set League. the stage high for what I thought I can do as a kid. Um, and also, which, which is in the Big Leagues as a kid. Which is having your mom marry the coach of the Minnesota Twins? Or? 
Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, have a grandpa that owns the Minnesota Twins. Um, team, yeah. And also Clerks. Clerks was 94? That's what it said on yeah, Wikipedia. Man, I was, I mean, I had my guess over for, it, I guess. for you guys. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. another incredible. Do you, um, yeah, I feel like it's not the same year, but it's a classic debate. Rookie of the year or Little Big League? Um, they're both awesome, but Little Big League's better. Hmm. Well, you also have to include I Angels agree. in the outfield in that. Okay. I mean, Little Big League's top. That's the other, all three of those came out in 94. But are you, but are you saying Angels in the outfield is the best? No, but it's it's another big one that also came out at the same. Those time. are like the big three baseball movies to, to kids because major yeah. major and, league as well. well. Major League Two came out there, yeah. which is my close call. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Major League Two. I love no, that movie. No, it is good. I I know that most people like Major League One quite a bit better, but I think Major League Two is better. It's solid. Yeah. <laughs> Far superior to Major League Three, as we all know. <laughs> Back yes. to the minors. Back to the minors. <laughs> um, oh, real fast. Uh, Justin's favorite TV show was Weird Science. Oh, oh that's a good I, one. That yeah, is great. Good. I was yeah. uh, just watching some clips in preparation <laughs> for this. Um, just a shame that it's not out there. The yeah, whole series. A little more accessible. Uh, my close call is Ed Wood. Ed Wood, yeah. Also great. Well, I have here that, you know, this really could be considered the year of Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, sure we could. have Ace Ventura, start of the year, Mask in the summer, and Dumb and Dumber in December. That's incredible. Man. What a year. That's, like... That's a whole career. Has anybody yeah. had a better year? <laughs> no. Well, no Acting-wise? There's no... no well, if we, I mean, Will Ferrell... Getting paid-wise, he had a really big year once. Oh, but I'm saying like three movies that are kind of still pop, like pop up and popular. I mean, Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber are like yeah. concrete comedy classics. The Mask, you know, I give or take. The Mask. But it was when a it, came out, I it was a that. huge, it. A huge deal when it came out. Yeah. Um, Somebody stop me! <laughs> <laughs> not not as good as your binya binya. <laughs> Um, Chris also had a shirt that said www.alrightythen.com <laughs> and it it looked like a little web browser link and uh, uh, Jim Carrey it was great Spoken it's party time P-A-R-T why? because I gotta Alrighty then. That's it. That's it. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is a man. Austria. <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. I've had it with this dump. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Um, I, I did see that Jim Carrey was nominated for worst new star for the Razzies that year. Wow! Um, for all three movies, which only goes to show that the Razzies are really dumb. Um, they, yeah, apparently. They, well, I used to think that it was kind of funny, and you know, the more I look at it, it's you know, it's a waste. But. Uh, great year mm. for Jim Carrey. Justin voted his favorite movie was, um, by the way, Forrest Gump. 
Well, just uh, it's yeah. incredible that no one talked about it. Uh, yeah, it's also up, was anyone ever bored in 1994? <laughs> no, not much reason to. I mean, you got music, movies. Yeah, uh, a couple books came out. His close calls were Mighty Ducks two and Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other mo- I have a ton of close calls for movies. Oh just, boy, uh, you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I also have Interview with the Vampire. Can I, can uh, I interrupt you real yeah, quick? Because yeah. I want to give my top five <laughs> movies that. I would have never seen if I didn't know you, because I think they might be show up. Okay. So number five is Interview with the Vampire, because maybe I would have seen it without knowing you, but you really liked it, and that's why I saw it. Number four, Clifford. Clifford, it's going to be on my list. (laughs) Number three, The Road to Wellville. Oh, cool. Number two, Quiz Show. Yep. Number one, Ed Wood. Yeah. Though I would not have watched any of those movies. And I would not have seen Ed Wood if not for Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. That's a hell of a Yes, Clifford is on my list. Absolutely. A Martin Short masterpiece. Oh, so good. Uh, Jocelyn's a big fan. That. that I will take to the police, and I will not send you back to your parents. And you tell Sarah that you and I are the best of friends. And we are, aren't we? Shut up. But if you even look at me funny, if you do one thing that I find weird, which is, you know, like your middle name... See, you're doing it right now. Can you just act like a human boy for one minute here? Look at me like a person. You can't do it for more than a few seconds. Look at me like a human boy. Don't mess around with me. You're going to be back on that plane. Like, sincerity in my heart. If you've never seen Clifford, really (laughs) give it a chance. It's very funny. Um, Martin Short plays a deranged little boy named Clifford. Um, Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin is the (laughs) tortured parent, uh, just tortured. And Clifford, all he wants to do is go to Dino World uh, with his uh, pet, his toy dinosaur, um, Stefan. Oh, so good. Okay, Uh, Dumb and Dumber also on my list. Ace Ventura, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, uh, Forrest Gump, Lion King, Blank Check, uh, Airheads, Um, Richie Rich. Yes. Little Rascals came out that year, which oh, I was very yeah. excited about at Love the time. Uh, so. The kids' movies alone, yeah, really great. All year right, for I'm kids just gonna movies. go through kids' movies because I have them all written down. Um, so it's just an insane year. Mm-hmm. It's uh, we've got as uh, we've got Lion King, Richie, uh, well, uh, Lion King, Tr- Thumbelina, Troll in Central Park, Swan Princess. Those are like the Disney ones. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Richie Rich and Blank Check. Yeah. You know? Unbelievable. Kids with money. Then we've got <laughs> Angels in the Outfield, Little Big League, The Scout, Little Giants, The Air Up There, D2, all the sports movies. Yeah. Kids, that's a lot of good that kids is, sports movies. Then as far as kids with animals movies, we've got Andre, <laughs> The Girl with the Seal. You guys remember? I don't remember that one. Yeah. And Monkey Trouble. Oh, yeah, Monkey Trouble. Also Black Beauty. Also Lassie. Also, Tammy and the T-Rex. Do you guys know this one? Mm-hmm. Listen to this plot summary. An evil scientist implants the brain of Michael, a murdered high school student, into a Tyrannosaurus. He escapes, wreaks vengeance on his high school tormentors, and is reunited with his sweetheart, Tammy. Whoa. That sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds amazing. Is it animated? I don't know. It's uh. just called Tammy and the T-Rex. And then we've got Santa Claus yeah. getting even with Dad, with Culkin. Hmm. Then we've got oh, the, yeah. the karate movies, Three Ninjas Kick Back Kick and back. The Next Karate Kid. We've got Little Rascals, Ernest Goes to School, and then we've got some sequels. We've got My Girl 2, Land Before Time 2, 
Aladdin Return of Jafar, NeverEnding Story 3, Street Fighter 2, and then the last one I have for some reason is Trading Mom. I'd say the best sequel on there is Return of Jafar. It doesn't get enough love. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it is good. I like it too. But that's just the kids' movies. Uh, There's one that you didn't mention that I love. Camp Nowhere. Oh, Camp Nowhere. I remember being so excited to see that movie. Just the premise of it. That these kids are just out there doing their thing. (laughs) The guitar player playing in the morning. Wait, is that the one with... um, Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw that at the drive-in. Wow. Oh, cool. Loved it. Nice. Yeah. Double feature? Yeah. With? Don't remember because I Endless just... options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is Camp Nowhere because I was super psyched. Yeah. Um, how, how about Fergus? Uh, I got a Ferguson. You're going to like it. Uh, Clifford is my no. Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. It's Are you being of, serious? Yes. It is the quintessential Ferguson, I think. What? It's like... He almost is Ferguson, his yes. character in this movie. Okay. Um, it's the mo- It's a movie that's just like so annoying, but <laughs> you know it's kind of funny. Joe's in uh, disbelief right it's now. It's just, it's like a, it's almost a parody of itself. Like that it exists is just a strange There's, anomaly. Well, there is almost nothing like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's deranged, yeah. and it's a kids' movie. Yeah, I guess. I mean that should be enough to want to see it, and it's also very funny. Um, that's the the inter- <laughs> the interactions between Charles Grodin and Martin Short are it's funny because it's genius. so surreal and weird. Um, and then what's her name's in it too? Mary Steen. Oh, Mary Steen. Virgin. Oh, yeah. Virgin. Yeah. Ted Danson's wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, that I never have gr- disagreed with the Ferguson more. <laughs> I went with The Crow. I like uh, it. Hmm. movie sucked. <laughs> uh, Goth's kind of lame. You know that there's a listener out there that is super yeah. pissed right now. Yeah, no. I actually kind of was hoping that you would choose The Crow for some dumb reason as like your favorite movie. Because, I don't know. You talk about Nine Inch Nails a lot. It just seems like you probably like The Crow as well. <laughs> Have you seen that Closer video? Yeah. It's just... Oh, Change the game. <laughs> Game changer. <laughs> so horrifying and weird and just out there. Uh, Ferguson, Chris? Yeah, my Ferguson is Mixed Nuts. Oh. Uh, that Steve Martin joint. Yes. Well, you hate Steve Martin, so yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Uh, the It's got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's Rotten Tomatoes little thing says, Mixed Nuts may provoke strong allergic reactions in all but the most <laughs> undemanding film goers. <laughs> Which I love. Um, Which is how I feel about... Itself. It's how I feel about Steve Martin in general. Like, mm. you, you just have to have no standards in order to enjoy Steve Martin. Okay. Alright. The Jerk was on the other day. Great as always. Mm. Um, it's funny that you... Because I, for my Ferguson, had also pulled up the Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I picked In the Army Now with wow. Polly Shore. I actually kind of like that. Yeah, film. I kind of like that. 6%. As well. uh, the consensus the, this 1994 Polly Shore vehicle stretches its star's thin <laughs> shtick to the breaking point with a laugh deficient screenplay that borrows shamelessly from Bill Murray's far superior stripes. I remember seeing this movie uh, in the theater, which so many of these movies I saw in the theater, which seems so negligent on my parents' part, um, (laughs) to 
like eight is just too young. I, know, for I saw some a lot of these movies in the theater too. It must have just been a different standard of yeah. like just take your kid to whatever. Um, but I remember sitting there and hating it, like liking Polly Shore, but being like, this movie is not what I want in any way. Hmm. Okay, um, so. it's no Biodome, but or, it's not, it's it's not, not Biodome. coming yeah. off of, coming yeah. off of Biodome it's and Cino Man. No, yeah. not good enough. Seen Airheads? No. Who, who are the Airheads? Frazier? Yeah, Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Buscemi, unbelievably. Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Sandler, yeah. Yeah, just so good. Um, great. Um, highest grossing film of this year? Uh, it's got Lion King. Yep. Lion King. Yeah. Um, and the first year with over a hundred million dollar budget happened. Uh, do you know what it is? First movie with Yeah, him? yeah. Interview with a Vampire? Nope. Waterworld? Forrest, Forrest Gump? No. No. Over a hundred... Hundred million dollar budget. Have we mentioned plus. it? Plus. No, we haven't talked about it. I like it, but I bet you guys don't. Hmm. Uh, the Crow. It, no. <laughs> is it some weird sci-fi stuff? No. Are there cartoon breasts no. in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you own it? No, I don't own it. Really? I do like it a lot. I don't know. True Lies. Oh. Oh. Yeah. True Lies is uh, pretty good. hundred okay. million? Yeah. <laughs> On, On what? <laughs> I do not know. Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> Tom Arnold said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's 1994. Yeah. Good Heck year. Heck of a year. Yeah. I, th- I think our strongest year by far. I think it yeah. will be the strongest year, but Andrew is... Uh, yeah, to be seen. <laughs> Let's wait till 99. <laughs> Oh boy, um, we we have been getting a lot of letters from you guys, emails, which we appreciate. This episode is already um, two hours uh, past two hours, so <laughs> we're going to we're going to hold off on the letters. Keep sending them. We'll just kind of slowly get to them as uh, we continue on. Uh, but uh, what are we doing for our hundredth episode? It's pretty well stated at this yeah, point. But the special listeners' favorite, favorite episodes. episodes. <laughs> That's good. Jeez, That's good. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, so people have been uh, voting. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the uh, people's what it kind of the episodes it boiled down to, the final four, what episodes won. Uh, we also have listeners who have written in. Some have sent recordings talking a little oh. bit about uh, um, their favorite episodes, and then we'll talk to some of our BOC regulars about what their favorite episodes are too. Um, I don't think I don't know if you and I should spoil ours or not. Uh, no. Oh. Oh, you mean uh, on the I day? assume one day we'll do our favorite oh. episodes oh. Yeah, list. we probably should. Save it. Save it. Oh. All right. Yeah, it'll be good to hear everybody's favorites, though. For consensus. For sure. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at BOC Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us. We promise we'll get to them uh, at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can hear us on Podbean and iTunes. Leave us a review. That's really helpful. And telling a friend is just as helpful. Uh, guys, thanks for partaking. Well, sticking in, this one out, huh? Jeez. Partaking <laughs> in the longest Big Orange Couch episode ever. Yeah. Hey, can't wait to take off this hoodie. <laughs> Joey gets really mad with me move a lot. Really mad? Yeah, you get really mad. Well, I just let you know when they can't hear you. Yeah. Like now? Yeah, it's not great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, see you guys next time on the 100th episode spectacular.
imagine a world where time drifts slowly, a world where music carries you away. Experience pure moods, the perfect soundtrack for your way of life. Direct from Europe, this multi-platinum collection has won the hearts of millions. Set adrift with the timeless pleasures of tubular bells. Or take a trip into the unknown with the X-Files theme. No other collection gives you the feeling of pure moods. To order pure moods, call the number on your screen or send check or money order for the amount shown, plus shipping and handling. Rush delivery available. Call now. W-A-R-T, Ward.